With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. When will I get it right? We'll explain that in just about a minute. But right now, let's say good morning, America. Yes, it's that time. It's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And everybody, welcome to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Here he is, the one, the only, soon to be married, my partner and friend, Brian No. Hello, B. The clock is ticking. How are you? Have you backed out yet? Have you backed out yet? Not yet. There's always time, Andy Furman. There's always time until Saturday. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't wait. You can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Why I mean, should that's... you be happy and not me? What, what a grim way to start off the show, Andy I'm Furman. Sorry, Goodness, no. can we pump this I'm up happy. a little bit more positivity here? I said I'm happy for you. You're getting married next week. It's a big day in your life. It's great. <laughs> I'm happy. Okay. All right. All right. You you started off with backing out here. You know what I'm no, saying? Goodness. I'm just playing with you. Okay. Come okay. On. Okay. Did you have a good week? Uh, week you... was fine. Week good. was good. How about good. you? Was the week all right? Were... Everything's it's combine week. How can combine week be bad? I know. See guys running around their underwear. I love it. It's the best. It really is. <laughs> I got. I got to ask you though. I mean, tonight's a big night. Tonight's the Oscars. That's a big night. Not for me so much, but I'll watch a little bit. I think I've only seen one movie in the entire gamut of the Oscars. Okay, but what's bigger in your mind as far as TV ratings, the Super Bowl or the Oscars? Because this Oscars is pretty big. It really oh my is. Gosh, they have Andy. Oscar parties in my neighborhood. They do. What's the opposite of out of the gate strong? Because that's what we are. 
goodness. Are you kidding okay, me? Okay, forget it. Forget Super it. Bowl versus Oscars? Look at I'm the Super you. Bowl ratings. Do the Oscars even come remotely close I, I to sniffing Super Bowl ratings? I haven't seen Oscar ratings. I don't know. I don't know what they are. I didn't think the Oscars were even that big. They're making a big deal about it. I don't think it's that big a deal. Do you? It's a huge deal. It is. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a big It's not a Super Bowl-like big deal, but yeah, it's a big deal for sure. All right. Will the Oscars have bigger ratings than, say, like, the World Series? I'm just, I'm just curious. I wonder how big it is. I would imagine. Okay. I bet they're around that. Okay. You know, uh, right. let's say a typical World Series, not when the Cubs haven't won in 300 years, you know, not when the Dodgers are in a major market in L.A. are going to a Game 7 against the Astros. Okay. But, we can dig that up. Robert Dasmani, he's, he's great with Google. You know? He's good with numbers. He's a Google monster numbers. with He's Google. a numbers guy. He really is. He's yeah. working a bank. That's what he should do. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Honestly, before we get to the combine, you mentioned the NFL combine. I was kind of interested in that. I kind of took a glimpse there, here and there. But I want to clean up something as far as the NCAA is concerned with this Sean Miller thing in Arizona. Okay, uh-huh. he, he, he didn't coach one game. He didn't go to practice. The player he allegedly paid, played, okay? He, then he had a news conference. I think it was Thursday of this week. And he didn't answer any questions. It looked like he read it from a script. Why? I, I got some questions. You, you have the answers. I know you do. A, why didn't he coach? Why didn't he go to practice if, in fact, he's claiming he's innocent? And why didn't he take any questions? Because if it was me, if I'm innocent, believe me, I'm opening it up for questions for hours. You could ask me anything you want. But he didn't take any questions nor answer any questions. That, that that kind of boggled the mind. And then the icing on the cake, he goes on the court to coach to give him a standing ovation. And in my mind, I'm yeah. scratching my head. Guy's a crook. The guy allegedly is a crook, okay? Unless ESPN's report is really false, he's a crook, and they give him a standing O. Life is crazy. It really is. It just doesn't begin to pass the smell test to oh. me. It just doesn't. Where this guy, he comes out, and he's reading a script, like you said, Andy. Every single word is carefully crafted by the lawyers. The lawyers are just all over this thing. Their fingerprints are everywhere. And then he's like, he's asked a question after the game, and he's like, well, you know, I I addressed that earlier. How about these kids on the court, man? Let's just talk about that. He just doesn't want to step in it. And look, Andy, I get, I understand that you got to be careful with an open investigation, and the feds are looking into this thing. I understand you got to be careful, but there is nothing, nothing at all that's going to hurt his case if he simply comes out and says, what, they're, what they've alleged against me isn't true. I, don't, I can't say anything more, right. but I'll at least give you that. He couldn't even do that. It's because it to is the true. high heaven. Because it is true. That's why. I mean, I'm Most sure likely, the I, ESPN's report, begin. but don't you think the ESPN's report, I mean, they had their attorneys go over and over with a fine-tooth comb. They don't want to be sued. I'm sure it's somewhat accurate. I mean, how do you not have a guy uh, on a tape with a phone conversation, and, and they heard him, and they got him, and he's saying it wasn't me, and I didn't do it? I don't get it. I don't understand. And he didn't coach. Look, he didn't even answer the question, was that on his own volition that he didn't coach? Or did the school tell him not to coach? I didn't even know that. The whole thing's a mess. Really Well, that's the thing. That's a good point by you, Andy. It definitely was the school who said, you're not coaching tonight. And he tried to play the company line and say, this would be the best for the university if I sit out tonight against Oregon, which he did last Saturday. And then a few days later, it's, I have never paid a recruit. It's like, dude, where was this five days ago, Sean? Like, what happened? And the kid played. And the kid played. 
Right. DeAndre Ayton played. It just, to me, here's the thing, Andy. You might say, hey, I don't know what to believe here. Or even say that ESPN had to revise their timeline a couple of times. A lot of people are saying that, where they're like, hey, I don't know. I can buy you saying, hey, if they're changing this, what else is inaccurate? I'll believe that. I'll buy that. Mm -hmm. But when you jump to the level of, well, they revised their timeline twice, therefore everything's BS, that's going way too far with it. You're right. You're exactly right. Now, I and the strong to... denials. Let me just say one more thing, Andy. Sure. One more. I'm sure. sorry. I'm fired no, up. No, you, you're fine. This is starting strong. This is better yeah. than Oscars versus <laughs> <laughs> Dasmani's on Google. He's checking out the Oscar ratings here. We'll have that for you in a little bit. The one thing that bothers me the most, Sean Miller comes out, and it was. It was a strong denial. And a lot of people are like, whoa, he must be telling the truth. Are you kidding me? How many times have we been down this road in sports with strong denials? Ryan Braun said he would bet his life that substances didn't enter his body, meaning PEDs. And guess what? He was lying through his teeth. We've seen this time and time again. So please don't say, I believe Sean Miller, just because he came out forcefully. That's a flat-out joke. I agree. Couldn't agree more, really. Now, now, close the case on Sean Miller, if we can, right now in that, because he's not worth the time of day. He really isn't. And, and right. time will tell. Time will tell. Go back to the combine, as you mentioned. And the combine, it's funny. It really is. And the guy really, to me, has the most pressure on him is not wearing a uniform. He's not playing. It's the general manager of the Cleveland Browns, the new GM, John Dorsey. And he was quoted the other day. He said, there's a lot of things I could do at number one and not just get a quarterback. Dorsey, let me tell you something. If you don't get a quarterback, you won't be the GM next year. Believe me, you can't win in that league without a quarterback. Now, I don't know if they're going to draft one, but if he does, is he giving up on Deshaun Kaiser? I mean, think how screwed up that franchise is right now. They haven't gotten it right. They never get it right. And they're probably going to pick uh, Saquon Barkley, number one, the running back. And I say, why? Why? Quarterback is the deal. You don't win in the National Football League without a quarterback. Period. End of story. Okay, they can get both. They do have two picks in the top they four. They have one and four. Yeah, so if you go with Saquon Barkley, number one, there are going to be a few quarterbacks at number four. Who yeah. says you can't get a quarterback and Saquon Barkley at the same time? No, well, there's a possibility there, but I'll tell you what, this moron Dorsey's talking about maybe even trading. He's trained them. I mean, <laughs> they traded last year to get these freaking picks, right? Now he's going to trade them away? I Again, don't get that's it. the other thing here. He's trading down. He's not giving them away. He's not like, hey, who wants the number one pick for? No compensation. It's yours. He's going to move down a little bit. Who says that he doesn't move from one to like three? Or from one to like seven, and he's still sitting there at four to get a quarterback. Like, what's yeah. the problem with talking, saying I'm open for business? If you want to give me a farm of picks for number one overall, I'll listen to what you have to say. What's wrong with that? Well, you're right about the quarterback situation because Josh Rosen will be available. Baker Mayfield will be available. Josh oh, Allen, gosh, who's every, please, every, every, no. everybody's praising this Josh Allen from Wyoming right now after what he did yesterday. And, of course, th- those are the quarterbacks available right now, and everybody's going crazy. Look, I, I heard more about Josh Allen, the kid from Wyoming, yesterday than I had the entire football season. The entire college football season, believe me. Maybe that's because he plays for Wyoming. But now, all of a sudden, he's the second coming of Johnny Unitas. Look, here's the thing, man. I was listening to your friend, Jonas Knox, before the show started, Andy. Use that term loosely. 
I say your friend based on okay. what he was saying about the combine. He is my friend also, but not what he was talking about the combine. Yeah, I just had to detach myself from Jonas for tell a good me why. I tell fifteen me why. minute stretch here. He was saying, as many people have said, a lot of this is totally overblown. Talking about the combine. How? Ask yourself that. I'll Who tell you says what? it's the I, ultimate I agree report with you, card? Who says the combine matters? Which coach? Which GM? Tell me. Which coach, which GM is like, nothing matters but the combine. Those three, four years of tape, throw it right out the window. It's only the combine. Who says that? The most important thing about the combine in my heart of hearts, which I believe is true, are the interview sessions. They get to know these players. I think that's one of the most important things of the combine. You can't, you can't tell me that a 41-inch vertical, which Saquon Barkley did. No what, one does. What that's does that have thing. to do with? Nobody says it matters to that degree. No one said, oh, wow, well, Sam Darnold, 29-inch vertical. Let's take him number one overall. Yeah, Nobody who cares? says that. No one says that. I agree. I couldn't agree more about that. And I'll tell you something else. I have yet to see someone do a 41-inch vertical in a game. Really, I, I don't get it, and no one. Oh, well, remember? you'll see wide receivers do it all the time if you well, pay attention. Yeah, well, okay, I understand all the that. time. Okay. Yes, uh, but I will say this: people don't understand that it's still a team game. You don't have that offensive line. Take a look at Andrew Luck. Guy can't even breathe. He has no lungs. Really, you need an <laughs> offensive line. That's what you need. I don't care about Sam Donald. I don't care about Josh oh. Allen or Baker Mayfield or Josh. Which Rosen. is it? Wait, hold on, hold on, Andy. You just got done telling me. When you're comparing it to Saquon Barkley, it doesn't matter unless you have a quarterback. And now it doesn't matter if you, you don't have an offensive line, which is it? Well, you need an offensive line. I mean, I'm talking about the quarterback situation. That was yesterday's deal at the, at the Combine. They made a big deal about Josh Allen and everybody else. It doesn't make a difference what this guy does what? or how many completions fans he throws. Fans got excited about that. There's nothing oh, fa- wrong with that. Oh, guy had some, some great throws, and fans right. will take it too far. But here's the thing that you got to understand. Just because fans will go fan on you and overreact... That doesn't mean that everybody who studies these guys is doing the same thing. It doesn't mean that every NFL coach there in attendance in Indianapolis or every GM was like, we got to trade up to get Josh Allen based on his throws against air. They're not doing that. So don't be misled by the fans and think that that's what these personnel evaluators are doing also. No, I couldn't agree more. And I'll tell you something else. The fans... Who's listening to these guys? They're sheep. They have. They don't know a thing. Really, <laughs> half the fans who watched yesterday, I promise you, don't even know who the hell Josh Allen is or what school he played for. And I guarantee you, they never watched one Wyoming football game ever. Here's the thing, here, Andy. I'll boil it down to this: you go thumbs up or thumbs down on this. Right. That's what dawned on me listening yeah. to all this combine reaction. The <laughs> only thing overblown about the combine are the people who say the combine is overblown. That's the truth of it. I agree. That's it. That's all point. the NFL guys, they're not saying, you know what, who cares what they did in college? It's all about his 40 time. They're not saying that at all. But okay, it's on TV. It gets a big reaction from fans because right. they're starving for football. That doesn't mean that the personnel evaluators are doing the same thing. So You're stop exactly making right. it out to be that way, please. Right. And it's a great forum for people to play poker. You know, one personal guy with another guy, another GM kind of say, I like this guy, and he may not like this guy. I mean, blowing smoke. Let's go back to the GM of the Browns, John Dorsey. He's going to say a lot of things about who he likes, and he may, may be playing cards with these guys, really. That's what it basically is, right? That's what sure. they do. So who knows? Absolutely. I mean, exactly right. I tell you what. A lot of now these we, guys are now bluffing. Now we have a great start. Yeah, it's like right. Texas Hold'em. It's the highest stakes 
you know, Texas Hold'em card game is the NFL draft. And you got You're a lot exactly of guys right. with two seven offsuit that are sitting there representing pocket aces. You know, that's just You're the way exactly it goes. Right. right. It's a high stakes card game. It's great, but don't don't be one of these idiots that's like oh, it's overblown. The combat's overblown. No, it's not. It's Fans not. get giddy. They overblow it. Doesn't mean the personnel evaluators are doing the same thing. Well Settle said, down. my partner. Well said. Hey, our executive producer, a crackerjack executive producer, Robert Dasmani went to the he went to the Google. He did. According to uh, he's Deadline, a beast. when his headphones a, are working and he knows oh, what to Google, he is oh, all over it. He's the best. According to Deadline, he says, last year's Oscars rating pulled a 9.1 among adults 18 to 49. 32.9 million viewers tuned in last year, which was down 4% from the 2016 Oscars. So a pretty good number, but nowhere near. Nowhere no. near. Nowhere no. near the Super Bowl. No. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Okay. We are live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. He's Brian No. Get him on Twitter at the No Show, N O E Show, at Andy Furman FSR, 877 on Fox, 877 And of course, our lineup today, second to none, bottom barrel betting at about 45 past the hour in this first hour. Hour number two, the blame game and Bronx talk. Hour number three, the Sheik, Alex Marvez from the Sporting News and Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. He's at the Combine in Indy. And of course, nose picks. It doesn't get any better than that. Hey, he wowed them, but it won't be enough to be number one. We'll tell you why next. He was impressive, and he did everything right. That's coming right up. But right now, it's Brian O. It's Andy Furman. It's Fox Sports Sunday. Hey, you know what? I got some good news. You got to get to Hooters and try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all the tastes and half the calories, you could eat twice as many Hooters. How's that? Hooters, Hooters. Great place to watch the games, isn't it? You've been there. You've been there. I've been there before, sure. Of course, of course. Lots you of have. TVs. You know, they, <laughs> what's funny? <laughs> they you do have me. a great TV lineup. And depending on the, I don't know, the inner workings of your relationship, maybe maybe you don't go to Hooters to watch ball. You know what I'm saying? You know right. what I mean? I so it's it. just funny where you, uh, the TV, you can't say to your, your girl if she has an issue with Hooters, like, babe, I, they got great TVs, which is true, because she's never going to believe you. She thinks uh, you're exactly. going there for the, uh, And then you, you know. Say, well, look, let me show you. I'll, I'll show you. Come on in. I'll show you. Yeah. They do. Right. <laughs> she thinks you're going there for the talent. You <laughs> there know? you go. You know, sometimes there's not that much talent there, but we move on. There was talent in Indianapolis, whoa, though. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Whoa! Sometimes there's not. I, I've been to some Hooters where there's not much talent, really. It's I have. Yeah, I gotta admit, Andy. There, I went one time in Indianapolis. I was living in Indianapolis for a little while. What are you gonna pick on them for? I'm just saying. Look, okay. man. It was just this one particular day. Maybe it was an off day. I don't know. But I went there for the NCAA tournament. It was the first day of the tournament. Right. I went there and watched some basketball. And I was looking. I'm like, what happened to this Hooters, man? I Goodness. Know, the B team. The B team in action. There I, you go. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Indianapolis, the Combine, and it took center stage in sports this week with the NFL. You know what? When I hear about the Combine and people go crazy, and I don't watch a lot of it, I kind of take a peek here and there. This NFL, they got it right. You know, you want to talk about Roger Goodell and to call him a goofball, whatever you want to do, but they own the PR machine. You know, there's more interest in the combine than over spring training. There's more interest in the combine right now over the NBA. And college basketball obviously will take over next week with the tournaments and next Sunday's uh, Selection Sunday. But it's amazing to me how the NFL manages to 
replace every several weeks some item, some news functioning item that gets them in the news, then the next thing will be the draft and then the practice camps and things like that. It's amazing. I mean, why can't other sports do that? And they don't. I mean, baseball doesn't plan like that. And baseball does something really goofy. When they have their awards, they give them all out like a one day. Space them out after the season's over. I don't get it. I really don't. It's just you don't have the popularity to begin with. It's not like all these other leagues like the NBA, MLB. It's not as if there's nothing from the season ending to the next season beginning, you know? They, yeah. they all do different things. Some of it hits, some of it doesn't. The NBA draft's obviously big. Not yeah. so much for MLB, but you have all of these factors in play for the NFL, and they take maxima, maximum advantage of it. With the draft and everything that you mentioned, the combine, you know, mini camps, <laughs> they'll have like in-depth stuff on OTAs, you know, right. but it's just people are football starved. People love the NFL as much trash as they talk during the year about the ratings being down. They sure eat up every single morsel in the offseason. Yeah, they sure do. And they were eating up uh, the other day when the running backs were going out there. It was uh, Saquon Barkley who impressed everybody at the Combine. And you know what, though? I go back to the running back situation. The last time a running back was the first overall selection, it was in Cincinnati. 1995, Kijana uh. Carter, also a Penn State guy, went to the Bengals. Barkley had some great numbers. There's no doubt about that. 4-4 in the 40-yard dash, 41-inch vertical leap. Now, does he go number one? Does he go number two? What happens? I believe, in my heart of hearts, no running back should be that high because the NFL is a passing league and you need a quarterback and you need an offensive line. That's my the, that's my take. There really is. But Andy, this year is not like other years where the Browns have the number one and the no, number four overall picks. And you've got a bunch of quarterbacks at the top of the draft. You have a lot of prospects. You know, even if, like, doomsday scenario... The right. Browns went with Saquon Barkley number one, and it went quarterback, quarterback with the next two picks. Right. They're still going to get a high prospect with another quarterback at number four overall. Well, I'm so hearing why is everybody say. freaking out about possibly them taking Barkley number one? Like I'm they can't t- get a quarterback. They don't pick again until 33 the next round. It's not like that. I'm going to tell you right here and now, my hand is on my heart as you can see that the Browns will screw this up somehow, some way. <laughs> Believe me. Because you're right. Okay, let's but that's say... The but yeah, they, they, but it's true, though, Andy. It's true. You can still get a quarterback if you don't use the first pick on a quarterback. Logically, logically right now, the Browns could come away with Saquon Barkley and Sam Donald. They can. They can get them both. They could pick Donald first because I think you got to go with the quarterback. Let's say the Giants go second. And the pick, I think the Giants probably go to Josh Allen. I think they're going to go for a quarterback. They need a quarterback. Number three, the Colts, they need some help on the defensive line. They may get the kid Bradley Chubb from NC State. That's what I'm thinking, okay? Then the Browns come back again at four. They could get Barkley. They could get Barkley. You know, why, would, well, why would the Colts take Barkley with that offensive line? Look what the offensive line did to Andrew Because he's a Luck. flat-out stud. I, but that's the thing, man. You're Here's as good as your line. Andy, let me say this, though, because I'll do fill-in work in Denver from time to time. Right. And they fall into the same trap over there where it's like, fix the offensive line first. That's what I always hear. Fix the line first. Now, let me get, let me be straight with you, Andy. Is The offensive line means a heck of a lot. 
I will yes. never sit here and overlook the importance of the offensive line. I love the big uglies up front. It makes a monster difference whether you can block or not. Football is a game that is based on physicality. That's the foundation of football. No and if doubt. you're getting pushed around, you're going to lose a lot of ball games. But here's the deal, Andy. Nobody says it has to be in building blocks like that. I'll give you a perfect example. Look at the Rams last year. The Rams two years ago had a disastrous offensive line. Todd Gurley stunk. Jared Goff was awful. And then all yeah. of a sudden, what did they do in the offseason? They Andrew went out and they got Andrew, Andrew Whitworth. Whitworth. Yes. They got John Sullivan. They used some draft picks to complement them with wide receivers and all of that. Cooper Cup had a good rookie season. And Presto, what do you know? Todd Gurley's an MVP candidate. You know what so I'm saying? My question. Like you so don't agree. have to start and say, all right, we're going to go with offensive line. We're going to pass on Jared Goff. We're not even going to draft Todd Gurley. we got to address this offensive line first and foremost. You can do that afterward and still come out smelling like a rose. You could, but you don't want to damage the guy's psyche. You don't want to injure him physically when you put him out there. I'm telling you, look, the, the prime example is Andrew Luck. No offensive line. This guy's like in the, in, in, in the ward over there. He can't even walk. He can't breathe. He's got no lungs. He what are you going to Europe to get some sort of a He's transplant? Got no lungs. I mean, come on, his lungs are punctured. I mean, really, I feel bad for the guy. Come on. Look, but that's an extreme case. Not every bad offensive line is Colts bad, okay? That's far and away. That's a, a very extreme case. So let's not make every struggling line out to be as bad as the Colts has been, you know? So that's right. the thing. If you look at the Browns and you're saying Saquon Barkley is a flat-out stud, or even the Colts, and you say Saquon Barkley is a flat-out stud, we have got to draft this guy as a complete difference maker. You can do that and still patch your offensive line together as you go. You can't do everything at once, Andy. And if you go offensive line, you're never going to get, most likely, another prospect like Saquon Barkley. You're never going to get a guy that has the blend of strength, speed, game-breaking ability as Saquon Barkley. So if you I, go I mean, and build in block steps, right. you could miss out on a, a great prospect. That's so, all so, I'm saying. So say we're huddled up in the offices of the Cleveland Browns. Someone is going to raise their hand in this meeting and say, all right, yes, there's a couple of quarterbacks out there, at least four of them that are available in the first four picks, and we could get a quarterback. But what do we do with Kaiser? What do we do with Deshaun Kaiser? Do we say we give up on this guy? He's not our quarterback of the future? Yes, what happens there? Yeah, exactly so he's finished. So Deshaun Kaiser's yeah, finished. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Move on, man. Move but on. But there's got to be someone there who's going to be adamant and saying, "No, we don't need a quarterback. We got Deshaun Kaiser." No, someone's going to no say gonna that. Be saying that. That's how no stupid one. they are. No, no, no. Absolutely not, Andy. I'm a diehard Notre Dame fan. You know this. My yeah, hometown is South Bend, Indiana. I watch yeah. every single Notre Dame game, and I watched Deshaun Kaiser very, very closely when he was at Notre Dame. And I was never sold on the guy. The guy's feet footwork is awful. It's horrible. I, you know, it's a I always want to say feet work. You know, Andy? It's, I, well, he has two feet. I, I know. It's yeah. such a... It, it should be feet. up every time. It, it should be feet work. You're right. It, sh- it should. <laughs> that's, that's, we should write to Webster's, really. Yeah. We got to write Webster's, a strongly worded message. Right. But um, his footwork is just awful, Andy. He just doesn't Why didn't you tell it. the Browns he, that? Not now. Well, after, after the fact, you should have told the Cleveland Browns that. Sorry, it's my fault. My bad, hey, Browns. Well, I should have yeah, been a little well, bit more vocal about that. A little but, bit, yes. Andy, you look at what he did last season. Come on, man. It is a flat-out joke. He was nowhere near being a competent NFL quarterback. That team was terrible. It was awful, dude. He threw 11 touchdowns and 22 picks. 
The Browns scored the fewest points in the league, and they allowed the second most. All right? I understand what you're saying. 11 and 22 in 2017. Good Lord. Don't be surprised if someone in the Browns organization says we're sticking with Kaiser. Don't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. I agree with you. But not where they're sitting in the draft. There's no way you you stick with Deshaun where they're sitting in the draft. No chance. We shall pick this up and continue. Your calls are welcome at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Now, he knows his position, but there's everyone else. That's next, but first, we go to the man, Ralph Irvin, for the latest. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. And we begin in the NBA, where there were seven games on Saturday. Denver was victorious in Cleveland, 126-117. The Cavaliers 1-4 in their last five home games. The Nuggets, 19 three-pointers made in the victory. Houston's won 15 straight games. They were 123-120 winners over Boston. Eric Gordon led the Rockets with 29 points. Portland's won six straight. They beat Oklahoma City 108-100, while the Lakers have won five straight. They downed the San Antonio Spurs 116-112. Memphis has lost now 13 straight games. Orlando handing them unlucky 13 with a 107-100 decision. Six magic players were in double figures. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience at the Big Ten Tournament. Number 15, Michigan upset. Number 2, Michigan State 75-64 to advance to the conference tournament final against number eight, Purdue, who beat Penn State 78-70. to And gentlemen, Saturday at the NFL Combine, the quarterbacks had a chance to show their skills. While Josh Allen received rave reviews, Southern Cal's Sam Darnold didn't throw, and Louisville's Lamar Jackson didn't show what could be his best trait, his athleticism. I guess a single, simple question might be, why? Interesting. Very interesting, Ralph. As always, you, know, you make us think. You make us scratch our heads. That's what we do. And we want to thank you. We'll see you in an hour, Ralph Irvin. Hey, he's not moving. And that's going to be right around the corner. It's Brian No, It's Andy Furman. It's Fox Sports Sunday. I want to welcome everybody to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part. Figuring out which way is easier. And, of course, in about, I'd say, 12 minutes from now. Bottom barrel betting. Yes, your favorite game. I know that, Brian. Your favorite game. Can't wait. I'm a huge fan of bottom barrel betting. I know you, you know. Are. Yes. I watch my picks weekly, and if I miss on one, I'm just sick until I, I get are. a chance to redeem myself next week, you know? And if by chance I should win, which is comes along like a leap year, uh, you, you really take that to heart. You really I do. do. I'm a competitor, uh, Andy Furman. I love that. I love That's what I win. love about you. Yes. Yes. I like to throw raw meat at you. That's what I do. I love that. You know <laughs> okay. what? Let's talk about the combine a little bit. And I know Ralph was talking about the quarterbacks. He didn't mention the kid from Louisville, Lamar Jackson, won the Heisman yeah. in 2016. At the combine, he said he wanted to be a pro quarterback. I don't blame him. Hey, this kid passed for over 3,500 yards, th- what, 309 touchdowns, what, 39 touchdowns, 1,500 uh, rushing yards, 21 more touchdowns, and that was in 2016. 16 last year, 3,600 yards. It's unbelievable. But some That's NFL, a lot of numbers right there, Andy. It Goodness. really is. With some you NFL sound like person, you should be his agent because he needs no, one. No, he does. He's got his mother. He's got his mom. You should write a letter to Lamar Jackson offering to be his agent, Andy. I don't have an agent's license. 
So really? what? You just oh, fake it on. until you make it. Uh, you know? I don't want it to. No, no. I wouldn't do that to the kid. But he's got his mom, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but okay. some NFL personnel people, they want it to be a receiver. First off, why? Why pick on him? Why don't they want Josh Allen to be a tight end? Why does Lamar okay. Jackson have to be a receiver? Tell me this, because it really ticked me off when I heard that. You know what? It borders on, and I don't want to say the R word, it oh borders boy. in my heart. No, yes, it does And I don't throw no, that up doesn't. often. I never here's throw the thing. that up. Here's the, here's the deal, Andy. You asked, why is he being talked about maybe being a receiver? And you, yes. I'll give yes. you a reason. Because he stinks at being accurate, okay? Oh, That's stop. kind of important. It's a, it's high on the job requirement list when it comes to being an effective NFL quarterback. you got to be accurate consistently, and he isn't. Did you see some of his throws against air at the combine? He's throwing a oh, go route. It's five yards short. The dude's it's at his feet. He looks back like, man, it's three yards back there at my feet. Maybe if, <laughs> maybe, maybe if I was at the, I don't know, the uh, 40... Five yard line instead of the fifty, I'd have a chance at catching that thing. Good lord, are you kidding me with this guy? Look, I you may have been right. With the ten foot pole, he's not even close to being accurate, consistent enough. You may have been right with the Sean Kaiser. You may have been right there because who knows? Maybe he has a, a pedigree. Maybe down the road he will be an NFL quarterback. But I'm going to tell you this about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson will play quarterback in the NFL. And if your team wants him to play wide receiver, let me tell you right now, here and now, don't draft him. He's going to play quarterback in the National Football League. Period. End of story. Yeah, he's going to play for a couple of years, and they're going to find out that he stinks, and he's not going to be playing quarterback for long. This dude is destined to be a guy in the NFL at the quarterback position. Destined to be that. He is this year's version of Deshaun Kaiser. Just from no. the standpoint, just from the standpoint, Andy, of me never believing the hype and never believing that what they did in college is going to translate to the NFL because it's not gonna for Lamar. Well, it never Jackson. does. Well, it never does, really. You know what? Sure, the it honest, does. Absolutely, I don't think so. what are you talking about? Well, you you've think never that Sam had Donald's a quarterback? Be a great, oh, come on! You, you think Sam you've Donald's never had be a Tom Brady and some of his skills in college translate to the NFL or Drew Brees or on and on and on? Of course, a no, lot wait of a these guys translate back, from college uh, to the, the NFL. Back the truck up a little bit. So if Tom Brady was such a great player in college, why was he drafted in the sixth round out of Michigan? He didn't even start at Michigan. Yeah, he, he did. He started, but okay, better examples than Tom Brady. I'm just t- trying to tell you the skill set that he had and the positive things he was able to do in college, he was able to do in the NFL. That's what I'm telling you. Okay, you know, and I, uh, Cam I, I Newton, hear what you're we'll use a recent example. Cam Newton, number one overall pick. The skills that you've seen in college, you've seen in the NFL. Some of the deficiencies, you've seen that as well. Right. So, yeah, it can translate. Don't tell me that it never translates from from one level to the next, but you do get your Tim Tebow's. You do get your Johnny Manziel's, where they're right. all world in college and they can't get it done in the pros. Cause, and one you know of those what? guys. It's a much yeah. different level. No doubt. And one of those guys in my heart of hearts is going to be Baker Mayfield. I don't think he's going to do I it in the pros. I agree with you. I don't think he I don't will. either. And they got the Denver Broncos and so many. But you know, uh, that borders on. Racism, Andy, with you saying that Baker Mayfield isn't going to no, make it in the pros. Not at all. I, I don't it's think border, he's got the size. I want to say it's racism, but it's oh, borderline racism with you saying Baker's not going to pan out. I don't think he will. I don't think he's got the height. I, I just don't <laughs> think he's got. But he came out the other day and said he owes the Cleveland Browns draft him because he thinks he could turn the Browns around. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to be a great quarterback. Although I think he's going to go in the top five picks. And on some of these mock drafts <laughs> that I've seen, the Denver Broncos haven't picked. And I hope if you're a Broncos fan that they don't pick Baker Mayfield. I don't well, think he's going to turn that club around. I agree with you there. I am all out on both quarterbacks, actually, Lamar and Baker. I just don't see either of them being consistent enough 
elite passers, above average passers in the NFL. They but were at least bad Lamar... in college. Like Lamar was bad in college being accurate enough. Baker was fantastic in college, but you got the Big 12 windows. It's a much different ballgame in the he's NFL. Doing... Okay, I don't right. see either of them panning out, Andy, but the problem is when you look at both of them, that's a great way to put it. Baker Mayfield versus Lamar Jackson. I was being facetious saying it borders on racism with you saying that about Baker. There's nothing racist about it with Lamar Jackson. Are you kidding me? All these NFL personnel evaluators, all these quarterback starved teams. No, they're not do you all. Really There's think one guy. If they, do you really think if they looked at Lamar Jackson like he was this game-breaking, can't-miss stud, that they their next thought would be, well, I mean, he is black, so no thanks. Really? Was, That's what you think way, is way going on. There was one guy that said that. It was Bill Polian. Bill Polian was the one guy. Bill who Polian said, he's, said he'd be better off being a receiver than a quarterback, which is one hundred percent true. He would but he, be. But you said all these personnel guys. He's the only guy that came on the record that said he'd be better off as a wide receiver. There are, you tell me he's the only guy on the face of the earth. The only guy that came public with evaluated it. personnel, or who is currently evaluating personnel among all the people. He's the only guy thinking that, or is he the only one that publicly has said that? Well, he's the only Which one who publicly it? said it. I haven't yeah. seen anybody. You think he's the only one thinking it? Well, you think no, he's the I, only one thinking he, that well, Lamar may be be some people as a wide receiver. It. Oh, you no, he's not the only one thinking it. But you know what? Okay. In the same vein, there'd be plenty of people saying Baker Mayfield ain't going to make it either, and no one's saying it. But you know look, why they're not man, saying it? Why blow look, smoke look, and look, hurt here's the thing. Andy, Andy, it is not racist. It's not even close to being racist. Lamar Jackson is an insanely gifted athlete. Look at Terrell Pryor. It wasn't racist to say, this dude stinks as a quarterback. Maybe he'd better be a better wide receiver. That wasn't racist at all. It was accurate. I'm hearing what you're saying. However, I said this in the sense that you don't think that the R word will not be brought up if, in fact, this Lamar Jackson story escalates a little bit? I believe it Look, will. Everybody loves people. to bring up the R word, and they they misapply it all the time. And this is one of the best examples of it. To say that it borders on racism to suggest or flat out say that Lamar Jackson would be a better NFL wide receiver than quarterback is a flat out joke. And that's it's ridiculous why, to say that. Okay, and that's why maybe Bill Polian is, in fact, the only person to go public with it because if more people did go public with it, the R word would escalate and there'll be more stories. And I promise you, I promise you, closer to the draft, if he has moved to a wide receiver, there will be reports and stories saying that it was an R word situation. We move on. Just because there are reports and people say it doesn't mean it is. Oh, I know. I never said it was. I'm saying there will be reports. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying that you're going to see you and hear that. You said it borderlines on racism. In you some said people's that. minds, not in mine. Not in mine. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you, Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Brian No, Andy Furman, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And there's a place for you when you're the worst. It's bottom barrel betting. <laughs> and it's freaking next. Bottom barrel betting right around the corner about 11 minutes before the top of the hour of Fox Sports Sunday. Brian No, Andy Furman, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Let's play this game. Let's do it. You got that thing for me? It's bottom. bottom. Oh, no. I thought you was late. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Yes, it is. And I got some great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 50% or more on car insurance. The man himself, the man in charge, Robert Dasmati. How's it going, fellas? 
Good. What's up, man? Are, you, are, those, are those headphones back in work? No, they're, they're working. It was, <laughs> it absolutely. But I heard my name, and then I was like, what the heck? What was that? I like, was fumbling with my headphones, and they weren't like in the jack all the way. So yeah. I missed what you guys said. That's why I was like, I messaged both of you, like, what in the world do you guys want me to Google? Because I didn't hear anything. So, But we're good now. We're good. I can hear everybody. We're always good. I have the results good. from last week. Sitting here in front of me. Yay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> A little more enthusiasm there, Sammy. All right. Nice. So last week, guys, the first question revolved around <laughs> Michigan, Michigan State. Spartans. You guys are on your A game over there. Wow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the Spartans taking on the Badgers. I had asked you guys, Miles Bridges, he was involved in that whole scandal, you know, taking yeah. money and all whatnot. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Sorry. And I had said over under 16 and a half points. For Bridges in that game against Wisconsin, you both took the over. Mm-hmm. You both the wrong. Bridges ended with 10 points in that game Ugh. against the Badgers. What a yeah. bum. He was 3 for 15 shooting, right? right? Yeah, it was yeah. bad. Terrible yeah. game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's all right. So, uh, moving on to so both 0-1 thus far. The, second, yeah. the third question here, the second question, I'd ask you about spring, spring training. <laughs> Goodness, Sorry, All man. over the place. Goodness. Get it together. Get it together. Put the bottle down, will you? <laughs> so, spring training. There were 16 games last Sunday, and I'd said oh, yeah. over under 10 and a half home runs hit by uh, hit, you know throughout the game. You yeah. guys both took the over. You guys were absolutely right. There were 32 home runs hit. Holy, last <laughs> yeah. they Lord. cleared uh, because they, the ball is juiced. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, according to Justin mm-hmm. Verlander, he's been talking about it for years now. Yeah. Um, they've cleared 10 home runs in about three games. I think. Okay, we're tied now at one, yep. one and one each. There's the final one, Cavaliers. I had asked if their bench would score over 30 and a half points against the Kawhi Spurs. Andy, yeah. you took the under. Brian, you took the over. The Cavs bench scored 35 points. So Brian yeah, took last baby. week. You be bottom. Kidding. Cavs Carol. bench. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Coming through. Too busy, throwing, too busy throwing soup at people. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming through the class. I think that happened after. Oh, all right. They can all score right. points. They just can't prevent them. Yeah, that's, that, that's absolutely all true. Right. So I lose again. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So this week's question, guys, the first one revolves around the Mavericks and Anthony Davis, actually. We have the Mavericks. They're in full tank mode. They're taking on the Pelicans. I don't know if you guys know, but Anthony Davis was averaging 35 points a game in the month of February. Yes. And things only look to be going up in March, especially with you know, the injury to Boogie Cousins. He's only going to get more shots. They're trying to get into the playoffs. So I want to know, in his game against the Mavericks later today, over or under 34 and a half points for Anthony Davis. Andy? I say the brow goes over. AD, over. Uh, Brian? That's high. I'll go under. Really? He's been a beast. He has been I a do beast, like though. how you said, you say February, don't you, Dawes? I, and not, I'm not going to lie. It changes all the time. It just depends on the yeah, time yeah. works. Yeah, I go February. I never know if I'm screwing that up all the time, yeah. though. You know? yeah, I'm, actually, going I'm, going I'm going March. I'm going March. Usually I just say the Febs. We'll just go with the Febs. <laughs> All right, I go so, under. All right, under. All right, here we go. Next question. The Suns and Hawks, they face mm. off later today. Both those teams, they haven't publicly said they were tanking, but it'd be safe to say that they, they would benefit if they didn't win any more games this season. Right. They do have two dynamic young guards playing for them. Devin Booker for the Suns, Dennis Schroeder for the Hawks. Now, the Suns bench is average 37. Goodness, Dazmani, what's the question The question, already? it's real simple. It's real simple. Will Devin Booker or Dennis Schroeder outscore one of the team's opposing benches. So will Schroeder score more points than any of those benches, or will Booker score more points than the I bench say one? no. Neither will. I think Devin yeah, I, Booker I'm does. With you. No. Schroeder, yeah, you can't go with no, Schroeder. No. So. It's a stupid I, I go, question. No. There's going to be a lot of points. No, no, I say no. No. All right, all right. And last question here. We have seven NHL games on the docket for today. I want to know how many total goals for the day, over or under 39 and a half. 
Under. <laughs> under. Definitely under. <laughs> Thirty. How many games? Seven. Seven. So there's 14 Seven. teams playing today. Yep. We'll take under. the over. The heck I, with it. The I have no idea. All, all right. right. There you there go. There we go. Thank you so much. All right. One thing that matters in all of this, we have the answer next on Fox Sports Radio. Leave them alone. That's coming right up. But right now, let's say good morning, America. Yes, it is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. I welcome every single person. Where? To the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com. Why? For a free rate quote. Here he is, my guy, the one and only, the man with the brains of this outfit, my partner and friend, Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? I'm doing good, Andy Furman. I'm trying to stay in a good, positive, you know, frame of mind. I'm good. I'm, I'm a good help the, at that. I'm a good help. All at that the ridiculous, one. bad logic comments about Lamar Jackson. Oh, we'll get it to that. Don't right don't now. start me. Don't start oh, me. Oh, it's off a battle now. right now, okay. Andy Furman. It is a battle. But first off, I got to ask you a couple of personal questions, if I may. A couple okay. of personal questions. Number one, I happened to hear a commercial during our break. And it was from eHarmony. And I know you're getting married next week. Is it possible? I'm curious. Did you support our sponsor and maybe meet your fiance and your wife-to-be on eHarmony? No. I right. did use eHarmony at one stage along the way. Goodness, I tried everything, Andy. Gosh, <laughs> this is a nightmare, man. But oh. no, I did not meet her on on that website, eHarmony. That okay, is just, no. just checking. Okay, that's number one. Number two, okay. very sad to learn at the top of the hour, our main guy, Ralph Irvin, giving the sports update, Roger Bannister, who broke the four-minute mile back, I believe in 1954, passed away. And this is an unbelievable story. For some reason, way back in the day, he was passing through Cincinnati. You know, I was doing sports talk on 700 WLW Radio in Cincinnati. He was a guest on my show. He came in the studio. What a gentleman he was. Oh, we really? Talk, wow. Talked talk for about an hour. And I can't believe that he passed. Actually, I didn't even know he was still alive, to be honest with you, until Ralph mentioned that. But really and truly a legend in the in the world of racing. A legend. Yes. Well, yeah. And, you know, it's weird, man. When uh, We always put it in context of how we know him. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, you know, his family and friends n- never put that. Even at the top of the list or sometimes even on the list. So it's just weird, man. It's, you know, I'm not saying that you're doing a bad job of this, Andy. It's just, you understand what I'm saying? It's weird how we talk about an athlete and it's like, oh, that's sad. Well, his family, you know, in a lot of cases, they're devastated. (laughs) We're like, it's too bad that Keith Jackson, whoa, Nelly, he passed away. Like, his family doesn't look at him as, whoa, Nelly, Keith Jackson. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, he's, he's the guy who sits at the table during Thanksgiving dinner. That's it. He's one of us. Yeah. He's a family member. No doubt sure. about that. I want to say thank you very much. My hat off to one of our Twitter followers, Jeff Tuttle. Jeff Tuttle, we had a discussion. I'm going to bring people in on this. We had a discussion about, obviously, the combine. And yesterday was the mm-hmm. quarterback deal. And then certainly everybody's raving now about Josh Allen, the quarterback of Wyoming. But you got Sam Donald up there. You got uh, Baker Mayfield and Josh Rosen at UCLA. All these quarterbacks. And the quarterback that I have learned to love, because he's not far from my home, Lamar Jackson, <laughs> the University okay. of Louisville. And Jeff all Tuttle right. says, uh, you're not the only one who thinks that, Andy, that basically there's a little bit of racism involved. It says, quote, Lamar so Jackson... 
Do you think, first off, by the way, I'm sorry, because you, you went back and forth. You're playing tennis here. You said that you thought it might be racism, and then I said, you you can't honestly think that. And you're like, well, I don't think that. That's what other people are saying. I claim, so where do you stand on that? I, I claim that you will not be surprised if you see articles and media people saying that it's racism. Okay, so Jeff Tuttle said I'm not the only one who thinks that, so he tells me, and I go, go ahead, he gives me an article. There is an article in the New York Daily News that came out yesterday. Right. New York, right. And here's the headline. Lamar Jackson being asked to try out a wide receiver is latest example of racism among NFL talent evaluators. Unbelievable. It's the dumbest headline you're going to see. That but is it's there. But it's absurd. There. Yeah, it, you're right. You're right. It is there, Andy. There's no doubt. But I've been thumbing through this mindless column here. It's the dumbest thing I've seen written in the last five years. Seriously. And there's a lot of dumb stuff out there. Suggesting that Lamar Jackson would be better as a wide receiver than a quarterback when he's inaccurate way too often and he's an insane athlete. That is not racist. It's not. That's what's so annoying, Andy, is like, let me just say this real quick. I'm sorry. In 2018, there still is racism alive in this country, which is right. terrible. I and wish there are it still never people existed. that don't believe that a black man could be a quarterback in the NFL. No, Admit it's that. like we, we've gone so far beyond the 60s and the 70s where there were those idiots that thought that. We're so far beyond that right now, okay? But not what that we far aren't beyond. beyond, what we are not beyond, Andy, is the perceived racism that doesn't actually exist. That card gets played way too often in in sports, and this is a great example of it. It is. If you're sitting here saying, I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to pan out as an NFL quarterback, that doesn't mean you're a racist. It doesn't mean you're even close to being a racist No, no, you're wrong. There needs to be a lot more whoa, stuff to whoa, go along out. with clinching you being a racist than that. No, no, time out. You, you've twisted it around a little bit. No one said that he's not going to make it as an NFL quarterback. The racism part comes in where he's asked to change positions. That's not racist at all. Well, that here's is the not deal. racist I, at all. Not Pat even Leonard. close. This guy isn't accurate, Andy. Again, Pat, I go back to Terrell Pryor. Was it racist when they were like, man, dude, you just really don't have it as a QB. How about wideout? Was okay, that racist or was it the, accurate? Which was it? The comparison with with Lamar Jackson has been to Michael Vick. You're going to compare Michael Vick to Lamar Jackson and then say that Lamar Who Jackson Who cares should... what the comparison is? I that do doesn't because mean that Lamar Jackson receiver. is going to pan out even to the, the level that Michael Vick did. Who cares about a comparison? As if he's automatically what? He's going to be Michael Vick in the pros just because that's the comp going into the NFL? No, wait a minute. The There's statistic- so much bad... Li- I'm sorry. I hate to get twisted. I, I hate to get revved up and I sound like it's Bronx sports talk already when that's at the end of the hour. But it's just the bad logic drives me crazy. And then when you put on top of it the race card to suggest that someone's a racist to say he's probably going to pan out and have a better chance as a wide receiver than a quarterback, that's a flat-out joke. And you are misrepresenting the race card for when it actually matters and when it's actually accurate. I like what Pat Leonard wrote in the New York Daily News, and I'm going to quote him exactly. He says, quote, These NFL talent evaluators who apparently learned nothing from doubting Clemson national champion quarterback Deshaun Watson entering Again, last right year's draft. Not even close to for being a second as accurate straight as Deshaun season, Watson. Not Austin. even close. Jackson had a higher completion percentage than Josh Allen. How's that? I mean, it's unbelievable. And you compare. So I'll go great, back to say this. Great. Lamar Do you Jackson- think that Josh Allen is the same athlete that Lamar Jackson is? 
No, I mean, he put up Le- some decent numbers at the combine. But who would you say right now is a better athlete? Flat Lamar out. Jackson. Would it be Lamar? Okay, Le- fine. Yes. Well, that's the reason why you First don't the- hear these talks about Josh Allen switching positions. But the point of the matter is this. The guy's played quarterback all his life. He's never Great. played wide so receiver. So was Tebow. And so why should he give him the chance? And they stunk in the NFL because their skill set didn't translate. And here's a, and here's a quote, and I'm going to give credit to our executive producer, Robert Donzati. We're on the same wavelength. You say who's a better athlete. We both agree it's Lamar Jackson. Exactly. Why wouldn't you want your quarterback to be a ridiculously great athlete? That's fine. It's right? great. Look, Russell Wilson is a great athlete. Right. Um, you know, you've got um, other quarterbacks. Cam Newton is an insane athlete. But you know what they can do? They can throw the ball accurately, especially Russell Wilson. Lamar Jackson can't. Okay, he can't do it consistently enough. That's the th- we're twisting this into something that it's not. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, wait a minute! Just because he runs around a little bit, no, because he's not accurate enough. Whoa, just because he's black, no, because he's not accurate enough. Okay, stop I making hope. it something it isn't. Stick with what matters the most, which is accuracy. It's not skin color. It's not running around. It's not great. Yeah, it is skin it's color. It's about Wh- accuracy, why they and he doesn't change? have it. You know what? Then honestly, I'll go back and say, then why aren't they making Baker Mayfield a running back? Why aren't they making him a running back? Really? Again, Look at his athleticism. Size. Who are oh, you telling on. me is a better really? athlete right now? I huh? hope. Who is it? Uh, is it Baker Lamar or is it Lamar Jackson's Jackson? Lamar a better athlete. Okay, Lamar. fine. Well, he that's may be the answer. best athlete in the draft. He might be the best athlete in the draft. I'm going to go one step further. I hope to God, I pray to the Lord above, that I am here long enough with you on this show to prove uh-huh. to you that Lamar Jackson will, in fact, be a quarterback in the NFL now, and have now success he's in the what? NFL. Of course he's going to get a shot at quarterback. I mean, he's dy- he was dynamic in college. He was unbelievable in yes, college. Yes, But he got away with being inaccurate too much at a lower level. That's just not going to work in the NFL. It's not. It, look, if it somehow magically did, Andy Furman, I'm not going to st- stay you know, digging a, a ditch and being like, well, no, he missed. He was 19 for 20, but that one throw was really off the money. Like, I'll sit here and tell you, hey, man, this dude panned up. Didn't see it happening. But it's not going to come. It's not going to. Ha- of course, he's going to get a shot to play quarterback. And he's and not going to do, do well. well. I think <laughs> he will do well. Change. He's going to be out of the, the league. No, I'll add no. Tim Tebow, or he's going to no. switch positions. That's no. the way it's going to go. I find it very. I, I think it's a slap in the face for a kid to win the Heisman Trophy and oh, come stop in, with the Heisman to, Trophy. Do I need came, to go down no. the list of? Look at Jason look White, at who never got drafted. Look at Tebow. Look at Johnny Manziel. Look at Troy Smith. Troy Smith, by the way, black guy, never panned out. Well, time out, time out. Panning out back in the up, NFL. back up. Let's stick with Tebow. Tebow got a chance to try out and be a quarterback, play quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, and so will Lamar Jackson. And, and he's going to stink just like Tebow did. We'll see. And then he's going to be out of the league if he doesn't change positions. Okay, like, but you know what? Let's Lamar wait. Jackson's not going to get a chance. Someone's going to give him a shot. All right, we'll see. But he'll have more success than Tebow. But at least Tebow had the chance. And no one said prior to Tebow being drafted, he should switch positions. Because he wasn't he, the athlete that Lamar Jackson when he is. Failed, okay? no, when he failed right. the quarterback. And, he did, and to be fair, Tim Tebow was an amazing college quarterback. Yes, Tim Tebow was. didn't have the accuracy issues in college that Lamar Jackson has had. Because he didn't pass he that didn't, much in college. 
Sure he did. Are you no, kidding me? Did you watch Tebow in college? Yeah, well, oh, my gosh. You throw the ball all over the place. He's one of the Tebow, best college players in the history of the game. Tebow was not asked to change positions until he failed the quarterback in the NFL. Then they were saying maybe make him a tight because end, make him he, a fullback. Again, Andy, you have selective hearing. He wasn't the athlete that Lamar Jackson is. But give okay? Lamar Jackson the chance to play quarterback and then tell him to change position. Don't do it prior to. They That's are. That's all I'm saying. They, they're someone's going to give him a chance to play quarterback, okay? But these teams that are ahead of the curve, they see where it's headed. They know where it's going to end up. He's not accurate enough in college. We'll How see. do you think that's going to work in the NFL? How? We'll see. We'll see. I, I think that he'll do. A, I think he'll do a decent job in the NFL. He's been a lot worse than him. You want him to do a decent job in the NFL, and he will. That's the and he will. No, just because you want him to doesn't mean he's going to. I think he. All will. All right, so don't fall into that trap, Andy. Is okay. You got All someone right. like All me right. or Polian saying this dude just isn't going to pan out, and your stance, which is, well, I don't know, maybe turns into, oh, he's definitely gonna, he's gonna be a stud. I didn't say it's going to be a stud. I'm not going to be an all pro, but I think I'll be a decent quarterback in the pros. I really do. I really. By the do. way, Tebow threw 88 <laughs> touchdown passes in college. Oh, please, please, what? you and your what? Tebow. Tebow. What? Tebow. I'm just saying for somebody okay, to say he didn't throw the ball in throw. college. Come on, who man. threw he more? Threw all over who the threw place. more? Lamar Jackson or Tebow? That's all I'm saying. Who threw more? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Let me see here. I'm curious because yeah. Lamar Jackson was insane at Louisville. Yes, he was. Uh, what do you know? Lamar Jackson, 69 oh, touchdown passes. So he had what? Uh, 19 fewer than Tebow. Your guy, Lamar. Okay. Fine. All right. Fine. We'll move on. We'll move on. We'll see. And if anybody's got a comment, they could do it at the No Show. At Andy Furman, FSR, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And, of course, the lineup this hour, the Blaine Game and Bronx Talk. Hour number three, Alex Marvez and Nose Picks. But somebody's always at fault. And we're going to tell you exactly who on the Blaine Game next. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for four or five rounds of Blaine Game action? In all honesty... We don't know how much Andy has left in him. In the blue corner, former actor and microphone melter, the man with all the Scooby Snacks, Brian No. I have a gigantic bone. And in the red corner, yeah. you all know him. He paid Bill Belichick to come on his radio show. The man without a muzzle, Andy Furman. Face my mouth, Garcia. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. All right, you guys ready? Are we ready? I was ready on Monday. <laughs> Have you just been thinking about it all week, Andy? Yeah. Is yeah. Brian ready? I haven't, I haven't we're ready. Oh, we're he's ready. ready. All right, we're ready. All right, first question, fellas. Yeah. You guys touched on it briefly earlier, but like everyone else here, we're all a little surprised about Sean Miller still being employed by the University of Arizona. Miller came out earlier this week vehemently denying the allegations against him, and for the most part, these reports that ESPN puts out and New York Times, whatever, they're not usually wrong half the time. But hey, the Board of Regents is sticking by their guy. So I just want to know, who's to blame for this Sean Miller debacle? Andy, we'll start with you. Sean Miller's a fake, a phony, and a fraud. That's what he is. And the fact that he couldn't take any questions or answer any questions tells me that he has no idea what he's doing. He lied. He read a script, and he couldn't take questions. He's a fake, he's a phony, and a fraud. Period. End of story. 
Well, I'm going to blame the Board of Regents. Of course, Sean Miller is going to try to save his job. He's going to lie through his teeth and say whatever he has to say and hope that somebody else is on those wiretaps. I don't know what he's doing over there. (laughs) But I blame the Board of Regents. Why on earth would you believe a guy who's desperate enough to say anything to save his job and his career? For that matter, it's not just Arizona, it's his career that's on the line. Why would you go from, all right, you're suspended against Oregon, to a couple of days later, yeah, you're cleared, go ahead and coach, it's all good, we believe you, Sean Miller, be very, very careful who you believe in life, especially someone who's desperate enough, as Sean Miller is, to say anything. I blame the Board of Regents. Oh, look at that, we got two separate fiery takes right there, I like it. All right, guys, moving on to question number two. UFC 222 was last night, and I don't know about you guys, but I had no idea that even happened. Um, I found out today when I came in that Chris Cyborg won convincingly against a woman I've never heard of. It's really sad for the UFC. Just a couple years ago, they're they're like this upward trend. People were saying, "Oh, they're gonna you know they're gonna cement themselves among the Titan leagues like the NBA, the NFL, and the MLB." But the momentum seems to slow down. And it's not as popular as it once was. Guys, who's to blame for the UFC struggling to garner mainstream interest again? Brian, we'll start with you this time. I blame Conor McGregor the most. Conor McGregor's fighting Floyd Mayweather. He's boxing Floyd Mayweather instead of sticking in the octagon. We know how huge of a name he is, how big of a draw he is. And he's one of these guys that gets you in the habit of watching UFC. Mm-hmm. If Conor McGregor had fought, like let's say he fought a handful of months ago in the octagon instead of fighting Floyd in August, you got a better chance to be in the habit of seeing a couple other pay-per-views and maybe having more buzz for last night's tilt, last night's action, the docket, <laughs> right? The one we so I watched. think it starts with Conor McGregor. you got to have your stars perform inside your own sport, not another one. All right, let me go one step further. UFC, you could take 10 people on the street and 9 out of the 10 wouldn't even know what UFC stands for. That's number one. There's a lack of marketing in the entire UFC from the top down. People think it's shady. Number two. Number three, uh, there is legality situations because in many states, the UFC is not even legal. You can't even have UFC fighting in some states, so it's not a nationwide sport. And last but not least, I would say no one is doing endorsements. Get the guys out there. Get the names out there so they know who these people are. There is no star value right now in UFC. That's the problem. The major problem, no star value, period. Which points to Conor McGregor. You're making my argument for Don't me, stand on my feet. Don't stand <laughs> on my feet. Huh? We'll, we'll see how the judges feel about that. that those takes right there. All right, guys, last question. Uh, Sam just like the last part. You yeah, might give Andy the point for that alone. I know, just, just, yeah, he's just laughing over here. All right, guys. Um, last question here revolves around Rob Gronkowski. Now, this is a story that we, you know, we've been talking about, whether or not he's going to retire because he had those comments at the end of the Super Bowl about his future with the Patriots, and he said he's got to think about it. And you know, his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, isn't helping anything on Friday. He didn't give any positive light on it. He just said, you know, it's going to take some time for Gronk. No one has any idea what Gronk is thinking, only Gronk does. But I want to know, who's to blame for Gronk's sudden you know, questioning of his career? Why is he doing this now? 
Uh, Andy, we'll start with you. Drew Rosenhaus is a slime bag, okay? And Drew Rosenhaus... <laughs> a slime bag? Yeah. That's Drew not Rosenhaus. fair. You, you make comments like that, Andy. That's all the judges fixate on. They don't hear the arguments. Right. They're just like, slime bag. Uh, I know how to play the game. Back the off. Get in your corner. I know how to play the game, okay? <laughs> Drew Rosenhaus is a slime bag, and that's basically... <laughs> he got together with Gronkowski, and they know exactly what to do. Believe me, Gronkowski could never go away from the NFL. He lives it. He breathes it. He needs it. He needs that stage to perform. So I blame Drew Rosenhaus getting Ron Gronkowski's head and fooling the audience. He'll be playing. You know he's going to play. He's got nothing else to do with his life. He's got to play. Well, Drew Rosenhaus is a, he's a dirt ball. All right. But it's actually Rob Gronkowski that's to blame here. Because here's the deal, man. I understand him being emotional after, after a Super Bowl loss and not committing to playing in 2018, but we're weeks removed from the Super Bowl. That was last month to the day, and we haven't heard anything about Gronk yeah. saying, you know what, although Sly is chiming in about my acting career and other guys like Schwarzenegger, who else was yeah, chiming yeah, in on it? Yeah. You know, He could set the record straight and say, you know what, I'm going to be back in 2018, and he hasn't done that. I expect him to be back. So everybody that's like speculating about his next move has to do with him coming out after the Super Bowl and not committing to 2018. So it starts with Gronk. You wouldn't have all this noise if it weren't for Gronk saying, I don't know about 2018, and then never saying anything afterward. It starts with him. Yeah, right. Okay, good. All right, fellas. That was was a very, very efficient and entertaining blame game. We're going to check the results here. I'll compare and contrast, and then uh, we'll let you guys know after the update. Andy, back well, here. Why don't you let us know, like, next week, okay? So I have to sit on pins and needles, okay? Let us know next week, like you do with the bottom barrel betting. Well, wait a week. Why not? No? Yes? Okay, we'll no. do it after, okay? I'll tell you right now, it may be a great promotion, but it doesn't make a good picture. That's next. But first, let's go to Waka. I love this man, Ralph Irvin, with the latest. Well, thank you very much, Andrew. We'll begin with our look at the NBA on Saturday night. There were seven games highlighted by the Houston Rockets. Smart catches. Worlds throws up a prayer, and he almost hit it off the side of the rim, but he missed it. And the Rockets survive here tonight at Toyota Center as the winning streak remains intact. 15 in a row for the Rockets. That's FSR affiliate KBME and the Rockets radio network as they beat Boston 123-120. Denver 126-117 over Cleveland. The Lakers have won five straight. Downing San Antonio 116-112. All Portland has won six straight. They beat Oklahoma City 108-100. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Murray State is the first team to qualify for this year's NCAA tournament, their first trip since 2012, and it'll be number 15 Michigan and number 8 Penn Purdue playing for the Big Ten Championship. And gentlemen, with all of the NFL combine talk and quarterback comparisons, one player who had a good weekend was Oklahoma's Baker Mayfield. At six foot one, he's actually two inches taller than my comp for him. That would be Russell Wilson. Thank you very much, Ralphie. We'll see you about an hour, and we'll say... Who's the comp for Russell Wilson? Who is he saying that about? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he can't throw the same way Russ Russ does. 
Yeah, but this wasn't such a good hit. We'll get to that in just about a minute. It's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman, and welcome everybody to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by Geico. It's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven auto. The only hard part figuring out which way is easy. And by the way, I'd say in about twelve to thirteen minutes, Bronx talk will be coming up. It's unbelievable. Back to back. It's amazing. Yelling and screaming. It's, I love it. I love every minute of it. But I want to find out the result of this uh, blame game deal. Can we do that now? No decaf around here, Andy Furman. You know? <laughs> Don't need it. Don't need it. Yeah. Right and early. It's 7.30 in the morning on the East Coast, guys. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, we get after it. Yeah, you know? Feeling, We're not feeling good. People here. on the way to church and... Just yell at them. That's all they want. That's all they want to hear before they get some holiness. All right, guys. So the results. I scored it this way. Actually, I had Brian sweeping the entire thing. I liked Brian's wow, point. Wow, look board, at that. Board of Regents. Like I'm right there with them. They're setting a bad precedent there by supporting a coach. And this can only I, you, All the other teams are going to do this now. They're just going to stick by their guy because what are you going to do? I mean, mm-hmm. you do it once, and like I said, you set a bad precedent there. You need the stars, and you just kind of piggybacked on that you one. You couldn't even wait to go like one question at a time. Like you got the broom out no, and swept yeah, all three. Got to change things up, change things. Yeah, and then great. I do blame Gronk as well. He's he's channeling his inner LeBron with these cryptic messages. That's wow. what he's doing out wow. there. Mm. Can well, I get a little help out of Sammy K? Here actually, maybe, it's Ralph. Uh, Ralph. Ralph will be doing it second here. There you go. Sam's still figuring it out. Well, it looks like we might be on the way to a uh, big giant sweep. <laughs> Whoa. But Andy did get it right when he said that Sean Miller is a fake, a phony, and a fraud. <laughs> this yeah. wouldn't have happened without Sean Miller, so we mm. give him that. And we do <laughs> give Andy the point that Drew Rosenhaus is a slime bag. What? So you get Andy that one. What in the world? And Andy, <laughs> you started on off saying you might have another sweep. You're going yeah. the other way around. And Andy, yes, sir. Don't stand on my feet either. You oh, get that one. There's that was here. the same one as Conor McGregor. You gave him two points for one argument. No, I, I jumped and drew Rosenhaus. He he, he did sweep one, two, no, three. No, it was about it was about the Conor McGregor thing about the Don't stars. Don't argue with the judge. That. I know, and that's why he got it. This is faulty judging. Over Don't argue here. with the judge. What's the deal with Ralph Irvin? Huh? I love the man. What do you got, Sam? Uh, all right, so starting out here, um, Sam's taking this very seriously. I'm you. also, just remember, I'm pushing buttons, so, uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Um, yes, so we start with the, the first one here about Sean Miller. I really like Brian's point about the Board of Regents. Listen, the Board of Regents, they a lot of times you see these big state schools, they get, the Board of Regents often take the side of the power of, of athletics over what should be morally right and what should be just. Whoop, one second there. <laughs> well, there's the music again. Just want to make sure we're on our P's and Q's. Um, I I think that the board of board of regents is absolutely absolutely to blame. They can't just clear a guy or, or keep him off the bench uh, one week and then say, "Ah, oh, you're clear." Even though the FBI should probably be given the benefit of doubt over Sean Miller. Uh, mm. So I give that uh, point to Brian. Andy, I did like your point with the UFC. Um, I think that Conor McGregor, it, he promotes himself. I mean, he's a self-promoting kind of guy. His personality is very uh, flamboyant. He brings a lot of attention to himself. 
I think that know? they do need a little bit more promotional uh, uh, gravitas uh, throughout the country. So I like Dandy's point on that. A little one. goose, like a little promotional goose. Little goose. Yeah, little, little juice. Goose. Little goose. Yeah, and then um, and then Brian, I gave you the third. Or I gave you the third story. So I had did have Brian taking two of the three. Oh, uh, the Gronk situation. Listen, the only thing that, that Andy you got a little disqualified for was that if, if Drew Rosenhaus didn't have a client in Rob Gronkowski, then he really wouldn't be able to make money off him in the future. So if if he was getting in his ear telling him to retire, I don't think that would be good for Drew Rosenhaus. Mm. So um, I think that uh, I like Brian's uh, point on that. Uh, Gronk needs to be clear and he needs to come to the forefront here and let the public know, let his coaches know, let his teammates and, and know. And I'll say this: on. I respect Sammy. I really do oh, because it you. makes sense. He lays it out. And he, look, I, I look. I was wrong with the Drew Rosenhaus thing. You're right. You know what? He he needs Gronk, and I like. Right. That. I'm not Do you want to like lose Brian. a client? I mean, Brian. Well, Brian goes far, crazy. Far be it for me. Far be it for me to to I hate on Sammy all K that, when all he gave me matters. the win here. But why would Drew Rosenhaus have to go away if Gronk? It's not like he's going to sit on his couch and eat Cheetos. No, from but I'm here saying he would lose. Play in the NFL, he would lose a client. Lose a client. You're right. I like that. I like the logic. Why can't Drew get into the movie game? Why can't Drew get into WWE? Why is he unfit for that? Look what he looks like. That's why, really. What's he's, a, no, he's a handsome to guy. To represent oh, a client, on. why why would he have to like disassociate himself with Gronk if Gronk went to pursue other endeavors? Why? Well, that's true. He could represent them in the movies. That's true. Also, yeah. I'd like to know real quick, what is the difference between a dirt bag and a slime, a dirt ball and a slime bag? I'd like to know that definition. I'll there. tell you after the show. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I have a little book of definitions on that. I really do. And when you talk about the Board of Regents, I thought you were saying like the B-O-R-E-D, Board of Regents. That board, not B-O-A-R-D. But that's another story for another day. Now, I got got a question here for Brian, because Brian is logical, okay? I, I, at times, I admit I go off the deep end. I can be illogical, but sometimes I do make sense. Sometimes. Not often, but sometimes. Correct? Do you agree with that? Absolutely. You have lots of moments where you make sense. Not really, but you know. Yeah, you do. Come on, Andy Fermi. You you are the the nation's biggest sandbagger. You know, and I mean that affectionately because you. Yes, absolutely. You bring logic to the show at times. Not every argument, but you know, you say a lot of things that make perfect sense. You do a very good job, and yet you're like, I get everything wrong. I don't do anything right. You set the ball bar so incredibly low. That you just have to like barely hop over it, <laughs> you know that's what I be- mean? It's because you I sell was yourself seventh- way too short, my man. It's because I was in the seventh grade three times, but that's another story. All that's right? not true either. You just all make right. stuff up. All right, here we go. But this guy got his day, but was it worth it? I saw this the other day, and I'm scratching my head. Why? Russell Wilson, the Seattle Seahawks quarterback, became a New York Yankee on Friday. And I say, why? I, I know he's a baseball guy at heart. Bottom of the fifth inning against the Atlanta Braves on Friday, he struck out. He spent the week with the Yankees. And again, I asked the question, why? I know he played with the Rockies, uh, their farm club in Asheville, North Carolina, the Asheville Tourist Class A uh, back in 2011. And he said he got permission from Pete Carroll, the coach of Seattle, and the team's front office. To me, it doesn't make any sense. In this day and age of specialization in high school and college, where high school coaches and college coaches forbid, forbid athletes to switch sports or do two sports, you want athletes to stay in one sport, why would you let Russell Wilson, if it wasn't just for a promotional kick, why would you make him play or let him play baseball? Because he wants to. That's What's the not harm? The right answer. That's not the right no, answer. No, no, really. He wants to. What's the harm? What's it going to hurt? He went there to spring training. You know, he's hitting home runs and BP with Aaron Judge and and Stanton and everybody else there. That's cool. 
That's awesome. What's wrong with that? What's the problem? He wasn't at huge risk for injury. He didn't do anything like that. It wasn't anything risky. And something else that stood out with what he's talking about playing baseball, he attributes a lot of his athleticism and a lot of his footwork. Again, I wanted to say feet work. A lot of his (laughs) footwork to playing baseball. He's like doing uh, fielding drills with... D.D. Gregorius, they're turning two, and I thought that was fascinating because you always hear other sports getting praised for how it translates to football or basketball. You always hear what? You always hear soccer. You always hear basketball. You'll hear whatever, ballet. You'll see line dancing or whatever. It's never baseball, ever. And there's a lot of stuff that translates to football, and you can see a lot of that in his game. His footwork is second to none. His feet work. But by the way, I will say this. Now you're speaking like a true fan, which is, I love you for that. You're, it's wonderful. You're speaking like a fan. I'm speaking. What? What's I'm wrong speaking with that? At, I'm speaking I, that's like not a front speaking as a fan. No, it How is. How is that you, speaking just as a fan? Was that you're me not saying, seeing, oh, I dropped everything to watch Russell Wilson no, no, take no, no. an at-bat in spring training? No. That, what does that have speaking, to do with being a fan? You're not speaking about the person who may be signing his paychecks with Seattle Seahawks. And that's the deal. That's the Do key. you think that I, the Seattle Seahawks are like, oh, no. No, this dude is basically on a high-wire routine above the Himalayas. Him playing well, baseball I'll like he's done numerous times before. Oh, my gosh. There goes the season. I'll give you an example. Was Aaron Boone on a high-wire routine when he was playing pickup basketball and got injured when he played for the Yankees and the Yankees got rid of him? Remember that? Now he's their manager. I remember Are that. you telling okay. me playing pickup basketball isn't more dangerous than playing baseball? Baseball's more dangerous. You don't think no, so? It's not. Like, oh, come on. Absolutely not. Oh, please. No way. Three-on-three no pickup basketball is more dangerous than playing baseball. First off, baseball. Russell Wilson played in what? How many games? One? I don't even know. He, he was at practice every couple he was there for a bats. week. Okay, he was he's there for a week. practice, dude. What do you think? He's going to take a, a batting practice, you know, what, 55-mile-per-hour ball straight in the middle of the eyes and be out for the season? Like, what do you think's going to happen? You know what? As He's long taking as you, fielding drills and batting practice. As long as you're participating in sports and athletics, anything could happen. You could twist an ankle. You could go slide and hurt yourself. You oh, could my do, gosh. You that's, gr- it's ground the same balls. thing in the offseason. It's I the same thing with training camp or anything like that. But you're playing, the ga- you're playing the game that you've been hired to play, which is football. He's not involved in baseball. Andy, you know, I say Andy, make a if choice. if you think these guys oh, just sit on. around until the football season, rolls around, or they do nothing but football-related things, no. you got your head in the sand. They no, don't. They do but they all don't kinds play, of different things and they play don't different play sports profes- to get ready. They don't play for other professional sports out- outlets. They don't do that. Yeah, I- I'll, I'll agree. You know, An athlete on a football team, on a pro football team, may go swimming. He may go jogging. He may play racquetball, paddleball, whatever. He may play tennis. That's fine. But he's not playing for a professional okay. team. What's the problem? (laughs) So your issue is he was playing organized team sports. If he played disorganized team sports, that would be all right. But because it's organized, now I got an issue with it. There are clauses in the contracts of major league players that they can't do certain things Great, for fear awesome. of injuries. There's not a clause in Russell Wilson's contract. We don't know it's that. Totally fine. We don't. I, we do know isn't. that because obviously he was out there. there. Isn't. Right. <laughs> so, I, I yeah. have a major problem with it. Maybe uh, I'm, I'm going overboard. I just think that if something would have happened to him, they say, "Oh, 
And thank goodness nothing did happen to him. And so many things could happen to him. Let me, an errant line drive can hit him in the back, in the arm. It's, it's, it, I'm just saying, if I'm a Andy. Seattle Seahawks fan, I didn't want to see this. I didn't want to see it. I think it was showboating to some extent. I really do. Oh, my gosh. Andy, you're killing me with this whole Russell Wilson take. He played baseball for a few days, which he's done many, many times. He was right. drafted. He's played for numerous organizations. He's played minor league baseball right. for a handful of years. But he's a football player now. He's paid to play professional okay. football. He's done that as a football player. Okay, you realize uh, that. He's done yes, that while yes. playing football for many seasons. He knows what he's doing. He's not out there like Garth Brooks. Like, hey, a lot of really people cool know what they're doing. Mix it up with uh, the fellas over here. He knows what he's doing. That's he got a poor, drafted. That's a, that's a poor answer. He knows what, Many people know what they're doing and they still get hurt. That's not a poor answer at all. Yes, it is. He's played baseball for numerous years. He got drafted. He's played in professional organizations. This isn't some, some I don't know, like linebacker who's like, it'd be cool, man. It's been my dream, and I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just kind of faking How it as I go How many people know That's what they're what doing Russell and Wilson still get hurt? At all. Hey, he knows what he's doing when he's playing professional football as a quarterback and he could get hurt. He knows what he's doing. That, that's oh a weak gosh, excuse. Andy, knows that's what he's a doing. horrible, horrible comparison, dude. You no, realize it's, not, it's no, a horrible your, your comparison. statement, he knows what he's doing, does not necessarily mean he's you won't get hurt. He's played baseball so professionally what? for seasons. So okay? a, so a major league a high-wire routine. It's baseball where oh, he's taking okay. BP and grounders. That's okay. it. Stop making it out like it's he's in some huge risk to go down. Down for the season. That I never was the case. You're making saying, something out of nothing. Okay. okay, then we move on. If I'm making something out of nothing, I apologize. I apologize, and we'll move on. All right? That's what we're going to do. Brian No, Andy Furman, comments welcome. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. At the No Show, NOE Show. At Andy Furman, FSR. And of course, we're live, rather than dead, at the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Now, if you really want to hear... Some hardcore sports talk. We're going to take you there. Bronze Talk is next. Bronze Talk coming right up. It's Brian No, It's Andy Furman. It's Fox Sports Sunday live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And, of course, before we get into it, let me remind everybody that Bronx Talk's a proud service of Geico. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Here he is, the one and only Sammy K. Let's do it. Guys, it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio, hosted by the great Sammy K. Hey, fellas. Hey, hey, welcome in. Sammy K. All right, grab a stick, light up. I got some brandy, some Chianti. Have a seat. Let's talk some sports. Chianti. All right. Sammy K. Kirk Cousins, the sweepstakes are coming to an end. The agent of the former Redskins passes, says Kirk Cousins, has narrowed his future down to four teams, the Broncos, Vikings, Jets, and the Cardinals. What's the best option for Cousins here, guys? 
Keep him the hell out of New York. That's what I say. I don't want him in New York. Stay away from the Jets. He couldn't handle the pressure in New York. The Vikings got a quarterback. The best place for him to go is Arizona. It's nice and warm there. And if he can't perform, I he agree. can retire. He can retire there. That's what he can do. You hit it right on the head, my friend, Andy Furman. I don't want him nowhere near the Big Apple because this guy plays small. Keep and all they're going to do is back up the Brinks truck for this guy. He right. ain't worth it. He Keep ain't prime here. time. I ain't paying nowhere near thirty million per year for old Kirk Cousins. He ain't right. ready for the line. Denver's too cold. Is Kirk or is it Kurt? It's too cold in Denver anyway. Who the hell wants to go to Denver? It's cold in Minnesota too. Nice city though. Beautiful. They play in the freaking dome, Sammy K. No, you moron. I know they just had the Super Bowl there. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. All right. Come on, Sammy K. Get with it. Put the uh, bottle down, will you? You take the shoe out of my mouth, right? Yeah. All right. Let's right, go. Right, take right, a right, breath. Right. All right. Have a puff of your stick. We got the Oscars tonight. The 90th Academy Awards. Imagine that. Oscar Madison. Yeah. Oscar Robinson. All that. Yeah. What's your best picture? A little Shape of Water. This movie's about a woman loving a fish. Isn't that against a the fish. law? It's stupid. It's ridiculous. I like Get Out. Get Out. That's what I want you to do, Sammy. Get that. That's what out. I yelled at my brother. Get I said, out. Get out. Get out, Get out of, of here, my house. Shape of Water. What is that? What's the plot again with that one, Sammy about, she loves a fish. That sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever heard before. It How is. is that up for Some best picture? Who loves How fish? does water have a shape? It's unreal. Listen, it's I, yeah, right, exactly. Robert Dasmani hit the nail on the freaking head. How can water have a shape? It Andy molds. Furman? It's not like it's a I glass. learned it in elementary school it molds. that liquid takes the shape of its container. I learned that in elementary at PS128 in Brooklyn. I That's why I learned that. Brain on Furman here. Listen, listen, I love, I love fish. I love the shape of water. The women, woman loving the fish. I love tilapia, but I'm not going to go say I love the shape of women. is delicious. That doesn't mean I'm going to Shape of women, shape not the of shape water of water. based on that. I'll take a tuna night on the town. What about a, what about a little three billboards, huh? Yeah. Huh? Little uh, no, little ladybird, no, little ladybird, no. and the lady. No. Huh? But hey, no. hey, hopefully we avoid a gaff like what last year. What about the year? post? That was terrible. What, what about the post? Oh, the post. Yeah, the post. That's good cereal. They make good cereal. I like post. I haven't I like seen Kevin any of those better. freaking movies. Is Get Out really out? It's like out. Get out for best Get picture. Out. For best That's picture. That's the only one I've seen. Uh, me too. That's the only one I saw too. I think it's gonna win. They gotta avoid what happened last year, where La La Land was the best picture, and then it wasn't. What a huge gaffe! Those crumbs better get it right. All right, there's a lot of hard work that goes into this. The least you can do is read the freaking envelope correctly. Get it right. Get it right, or get the hell out. Right. Get out. All right, you jabronis. All right, last one here. Weird yeah. story. J.R. Smith, when he's not throwing bricks at the hoop with LeBron and company, or untying guys' shoes for that matter, he's throwing bowls of soup at his assistant coaches. What's that the deal with crazy that? Crazy soup thrower. What's he you know doing? What? He probably missed him, too, because they can't hit the broad side of a body. <laughs> the he probably missed the coach, that. too. That guy's ridiculous. He's a moron. I'll ask you, Andy, That's Furman, what what's is. your favorite soup, my friend? What is it? Huh? I like clam chowder. No. I like the chowder. Uh, Come on, Andy. I'd like, like to catch a little know. matzo ball soup on my chin if I can. I know soup. it's mainstream, you guys. Maybe a little Papa Del But Pomodoro. you can never overlook chicken noodle soup. That's, oh, chicken noodle, huh? That's, That's the number one. You can't get it. Chicken noodle soup. Throw out it ain't better. Stop it. 
No love here. We'll explain that in just about a minute. But right now, it's time to say good morning, America. Yes, it's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And welcome, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. It's the hour of power, a.k.a. the power hour. And there's no more power between those ears than my partner and friend, the one and only soon-to-be-married Brian no, hello, B. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you. <laughs> oh, well, I'll be gone next week, Andy. Hopefully everything goes smoothly. Everything goes great. It will. And, it will. Uh, Where's the honeymoon? Where are you going to be? I want to know. We are scheduled for the Bahamas. I'm and going I didn't there. realize I'm this. Going. Did you know this, Andy Furman? Where what? the banana boat, the famous picture with LeBron and Carmelo, D. Yes. Wade, yes. Chris Paul. That's from the Bahamas. I didn't know that. I learned that last night. You know what? I'm going to go with my wife, and we're going to join you on your honeymoon. Not like you want to have us there, but we're going to go to the Bahamas next week. <laughs> and I'm going right. to see if there's a Fox Sports Radio affiliate so I could do the show, maybe even on the beach. Really? Go. Could, on the beach, you know, like a little hut. Give me a little hut Like on in the a beach. hammock? Something yes, like that, yes. you know? A cigar, a yeah. hammock, and a beer in a hut. That's all I, I need. I could just picture you and me on hammocks in the most peaceful, Not the same hammock, luxurious though. background, and us still yelling about whatever it is. You but know, we'd be bent out of shape yelling at each other with pina coladas about Lamar Jackson. That's just how we'd get down. I don't want to talk about that anymore. I've finished. Case closed on Lamar Jackson, please. <laughs> but, thank you. By, by the way, you know, you talk about sports and uh, what's going on right now. The combine with Lamar Jackson, the NFL, I mean, they have taken over sport. I mean, it's amazing. It's not even an event. It's like practice in underwear. You think about what's going on. There are teams on the bubble in the NCAA. West Virginia played Texas last night. On where the hell is Richard from West Virginia? West Virginia loses in overtime to mm, Texas. Yeah. Texas gets off the bubble, right? These, these are games of importance. Murray State, the racers in Kentucky, they punch a ticket to the NCAA. But what are people talking about? The combine in Indianapolis. It's amazing. I'm shocked. Really. If I'm a marketer, if I'm a sports marketer, I say, I can't believe it. There are big games going on, and people are talking about people running around and jumping vertically, jumping and running 40-yard dashes. That's what they're talking about. Really. Yeah. I mean, look, it's star power. You got a lot of names. You got a lot of guys who are fantastic in college football. Baker Mayfield is a name. Lamar Jackson is a name. It goes on and on and on. Every a lot of these teams at the top of the draft need a quarterback desperately. So Josh Allen, even though he's from Wyoming, he's a big name. So Saquon well, Barkley mean, was though he's amazing at the combine. You what's know? wrong so with Wyoming? Of course, it's going to be talked about like crazy. Why are you taking a shot at the Wyoming Cowboys? What do you mean, even though he's from Wyoming? I'm just telling you, it's not a blue blood school, Andy. All right? It's, a lot of people didn't even watch Josh Allen at Wyoming. You know who so went to Wyoming? So with him being one of the top picks, he's got to be one of the top picks. Maybe even the number one pick. Who knows? You know who but went to you're Wyoming, getting a don't glimpse you? Of him. A lot of people got their first glimpse of Josh Allen yes, I understand. at the Combine. Really? You know who went to Wyoming, don't you? Flynn Robinson was involved in the Oscar Robertson trade. When Oscar oh Robertson gosh, was traded Andy. from the Cincinnati Royals to the Milwaukee Bucks, what are we doing? Flynn you don't want to talk. You don't want to talk about Lamar Jackson, but you want to talk about what this, what's this guy's name? Flint Robinson. Flynn F L Y N N Robinson went to University of Wyoming. Flynn Robinson. Yeah, he's okay. a pretty good ball player in the NBA in the day. Let, let's I got talk- a tweet about Lamar. Yeah. I have to read this, Andy. Please, do. I just have Please to. Do. Okay. Yeah. This- <laughs> Terry checks in and says, "Oh my gosh." 
Lamar <laughs> has exactly the same body measurements as Andy Dalton had oh. at the Combine. What does that no mean? one suggested he become a receiver based on his attributes. Do you, do you want me to pick this apart? Or do you want you know, you know I want, you want to hear to. you pick it apart. I'm not even going to fight anymore because I know Lamar Jackson will play quarterback in the NFL. I think it's okay, wrong all right, that all right, someone... Fine. Okay, okay ahead, all right. We'll ahead. get into that in a second. But go, go ahead. The, the comparing and contrasting between Lamar <laughs> and Dalton, okay? First off, first off, number one, Andy Dalton was actually accurate as a passer in college. Okay, that's number one. Number two, and the most stark contrast between the two... It's not just body measurements, Andy. You kidding? Like, in terms of weight and height, it's this thing called, I don't know, athleticism. That Lamar Jackson has way more than Andy Dalton. How could you write a tweet like that as if, oh, there's no way to break the tie. They're the same dude, carbon copy, because they have the same measurements. Yeah, that's Come on, man. Right. It really is. But, you know, people are crazy, and that's what they do. And, look, I'm part of the deal, too. I'm crazy as well. I'm I'm crazy. I am. I'll tell you, Andy, there isn't another player in this draft that is even close to generating the amount of bad logic that Lamar Jackson does. Not even remotely close. You won't hear bad logic about any other player that even comes within the ballpark of Lamar Jackson. For someone to say it's racist to suggest he's going to be a better wide receiver than quarterback when he's mad and he's he's madly inaccurate in college. That's ridiculous. There's nothing that's going to trump that in this year's draft. I do want to clear something up if someone's just tuning in right now as far as the racism is concerned. In the New York Daily News yesterday, Pat Leonard wrote a column, and the headline was, Lamar Jackson being asked to try out a wide receiver is latest example of racism among NFL talent evaluators. You know, honestly, and there are people who are going to argue, and maybe I'm part of that group as well, that would say, why didn't I ask perhaps someone like Baker Mayfield to be a running back? You know, is it because he's white, black? It's all about skill set. It's all about what you have. And and the argument that Pat Leonard makes is that these NFL talent evaluators who apparently learned nothing from doubting Clemson national champ quarterback Deshaun Watson entering last year's draft for his second straight offseason are suggesting that an athletic black quarterback's NCAA success can't translate to the pros. Well, Pat Leonard, let me say this. It will translate to the pros. He will get drafted by the pros, and he will play quarterback in the pros simply because he's played quarterback all his life. Will he be a successful quarterback? That remains to be seen. That remains to be seen. That's all I'm saying. It's an idiotic column written by Pat Leonard, and there are no two ways about it. It's idiotic. It's just going with low-hanging fruit here. Because people love to look for racism and scream racism a lot of times when it doesn't apply. And it I hate to see it mainly for when it does actually apply. You know, I don't want it to be weakened because it's misapplied to something it never should have been applied to in the first place. That's what I hate the most is I want racism, racism to go far, far away. And it just cheapens the race card when you throw it down when someone says that Lamar Jackson would be a better wide receiver than quarterback, that what is I, ridiculous. It's absurd to do something like that, Andy. And that's yeah. the main reason that I really, really strongly push back against that. It's terrible logic. What I would love to see is Lamar Jackson at a news conference in the next 48 hours or so say that 
Number one, whoever tagged the name or the term racism on my movement to a wide receiver is foolish. I'm a quarterback. I play quarterback all my life. I hope I have the opportunity to play quarterback in the NFL. But please keep race out of it. That would be wonderful. If he would say that, if he would say that, that would clear up this mess because there's going to be a lot of people jumping on this racism bandwagon led by Pat Leonard's column in the New York Daily News because it's, it's great conversation. It's great fodder. That's basically it's what stupid. it is. It's stupid conversation. It's stupid fodder for stupid people. That's all it is. Really, that's what it boils down to. Then there's a lot of to. stupid people. That's all there I'm are. saying. There are a ton of stupid people right. who right. honestly look at Lamar Jackson and they're like, there's nothing to question about this guy's credentials. Nothing at all. It it has to be racism. That's the only explanation to say, well, maybe he'd be a better wide receiver. Are you kidding me? Did you not watch this guy in college? Did you not see the amount of inaccurate passes left and right? Did you not see the amount of inaccurate passes against air at the combine? Do you not see many other black quarterbacks in the NFL? Do you not see Dak Prescott behind center? Do you not see Russell Wilson there, Cam Newton? you not see these guys in the NFL? They're there. Do you really think that a quarterback without baggage like Lamar Jackson, where teams that would, are completely convinced he's got, he checks every single box, accuracy, athleticism, reads, natural ability, everything, everything with you think at the end of the day they'd say, although he checks every box and although he's going to bring our franchise great success and prominence, yeah, he's black, so no thanks. You well, really think that's what's going on here? I will say there was a point in time years ago that now it's a situation where if you were an African-American, there was a good chance you wouldn't play quarterback. And I'm going to tell you, I have an example. When Jeff Blake came to the Cincinnati Bengals as quarterback, I once asked him, why did you go to East Carolina University? He said, because that's the only school that would permit me to play quarterback. Other schools didn't want me as a quarterback. They wanted right, me as a right. receiver. Okay? But so that's the, not the, Right, that's not now. And I do appreciate what Lamar Jackson had to say in this article written by Pat Leonard in the New York Daily News. He said he dismissed that race was behind, behind intentions to line him up out wide. Quote, I'm a quarterback, he said. Quote, I don't know anything about no racial slurs, which is nice on his part to say that. He says, I'm 6'3", 200 pounds. No teams have asked me to try out at wide receiver as the original NFL Network report had suggested, but no, sir, he wouldn't do that if he were to be asked. That's what he said. So it is Look, much ado about nothing, and Pat Leonard basically stirred it up. He stirred yeah, it up pretty he good. He stirred it up. He, he knows what's going to get a reaction, and he knows people are going to be stupid, and they're going to be like, yeah, right on, man. It's not racism. Like, you were talking about Heisman Trophy winners, and Ralph Irvin brought up a good point. Remember what? Eric Crouch at Nebraska? Heisman yeah, winner? Yeah, yeah. And they, before he even got drafted, they're like, dude, you got to switch positions, man. Now, look, he hardly threw the ball at all in college. So it's not apples to apples with Lamar Jackson. I think that Tim Tebow is a better example. Well, there's there were a quarterback plenty of people that were skeptical about his game translating to the NFL, which it didn't. And there were many teams that are like, we just don't see it. And Denver was dumb enough to say, well, we do. And he turned out to be a failure. Right? So, like, Tim Tebow was amazing in college, but some of the things that he got away with on that level, he didn't get away with in the NFL. That's how it works. It's the same concept with Lamar Jackson. He was amazing in college, but being as inaccurate as he is in college, it's not going to translate to the NFL at all. 
But he will get the opportunity to try out and maybe even play a little quarterback in the pros. He will. Of course, just like yeah. Tebow did. Right. There's no doubt. And then when Tebow failed, then they said we well, ought to change positions. So right. what's going Which to happen they're is they're going to say with Lamar Jackson. Right. But give him the opportunity to play quarterback and then maybe fail. And I don't know if he will fail or not. Who knows? Maybe he won't fail. But he will no, have the opportunity to play quarterback. But you at least can't, he, you he, can't be successful in no, the NFL. But, Tebow, being but that here's the deal. Tebow has the opportunity to play and he failed. Right. And then they said make him we a tight that. end or a fullback. Same thing as right. Lamar Jackson. Right. Same thing. What Same about thing as Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor played quarterback in the NFL for a little bit. Right. And they're and like, became, Ew, that's he's pretty bad. <laughs> he tried wide receiver, and all of a sudden, he was pretty good. Right. Pretty good. It's not racist at all. For anybody who's screaming racism about Lamar Jackson, are you sitting here telling me it was racist for anybody to say to Terrell Pryor or about Terrell Pryor, dude, wide receiver is a better way to go? How come when they didn't say that about Terrell correct? Pryor? How come a guy like Pat Leonard didn't say it about Terrell Pryor? Does he have a short memory? I mean, really? Think about it. It's the same situation. He played quarterback. Why wouldn't Pat Leonard write that? Because he's he's trying to stir up stuff, man. He's trying to get a reaction, and he got it. But it's just what about dumb. The, uh, he's just what, catering to dumb people. What about the quarterback years ago at Indiana who went to the Steelers, became a wide receiver? Remember? Oh, Antoine Randall yeah. L. Yeah, he was a quarterback. Yeah. Randall yeah. L. was a quarterback at right. IU, and he came right. in. But Heinz Ward was a quarterback. Yeah. You know, there are many it's quarterbacks that turned out to be wide receivers. So, yeah, it happens. So, Pat Leonard, like, take that, Leonard. Take it. And yeah. shove it. Take your it's, column and shove it. How's that? Like, like, tell me, again, what happened with Cam Newton in 2011? Was he not the number one overall pick, Andy? Was he mm-hmm. not? Were, uh, is my memory a little bit fuzzy? Or was no. he exactly the number one overall pick? And? in twenty in Seven years ago. huh? So if everybody's so racist, how in the world did Cam Newton become the number one overall pick seven years ago? Because he had the skill set to be that. Exactly. Thank because you. it's not about racism. Thank you. Let's clear that up right here and now. And if you've got a comment, have a pair. If you've got a pair of hangy downs, get on Twitter. At The No Show, N-O-E Show. At Andy Furman, FSR. Or, if you really got a pair, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. By the way, the lineup for this hour, Alex Marvez, Bottom of the hour, 8.30 Eastern. He's with the Sporting News and Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. And, of course, he's at the Combine in Indianapolis. And right after that, we follow up with Nose Picks. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And if you're from this state, please stay home. That's next. It's my quarterback. Not everyone here is on drugs. We'll explain that in just about a minute. 21 past the hour. We call this Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian O. I'm Andy Furman. Guess what? You got to get to Hooters and try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many. Hooters, 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 Hooters. Yes, Hooters. I love Hooters. By the way, Alex Marvez will join you at the bottom of the hour. That's 830 Eastern. Who is he? Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider and also with the Sporting News. In Indianapolis at the Combine. That's where everybody's at. We're not there, though. We're not at the Combine. But we're not there. He's Brian No, my guy. Hey, by the way, I know you got some tweets. Can I hear your tweets, please? Yes, these are non-Lamar Jackson tweets because Thank the goodness. bad logic is Thank just, goodness. you know, I, you got to take a respite, you know? Really? You know, like really? a little bit of vacation to revive from the bad yeah. logic. The Bahamas, <laughs> But yeah. here we go. Here's our little vacation. 
It's even worse logic. Well, it's, it's bad logic in another sport. How's that? I can't say it's worse, but it's... Okay. Sean checks in and says, Rockets are the best team in the league and winning it all this season. Then we have this. Wait a minute, that's Brandon. not so illogical. That's not so illogical. Oh, gosh. Harden is the lock MVP and the Rockets are winning the championship this season. I don't know who's more annoying, Andy. I don't know if it's Celtics fanboy or Rockets fanboy. Because that's all it is this year. They're going to win it all. Which well, is the case. I think, well, that's people not going to happen. You know, people hate Golden State and Cleveland so much. They're looking for any any inch of a team that's that fine. could probably knock them off. That's what it I is. I hate the Warriors, too. I want nothing more in sports than for them to lose. Outside of my team's winning, of course. But right, right. if I'm rooting for any team to lose, it's the Warriors. And they're lapping the field. I hate that KD joined a 73-win already championship Yeah, I think that team. was bull. I hate yeah. that. I want them to go down. I am hoping they go down. Guess what? They're not going down. And you know They're what? too I, good. I don't have to root for my team to lose because they've been losing since 1972, the New York Knicks. So I don't have to root for them to lose. I love the Knicks. I live and die with the Knicks, okay? I got a picture of Red Holzman on my wall, the last championship they won. That I may never live to see another championship with the Knicks. But you know what? I'm loyal. I live and die with the Knicks. I got another bad tweet for you just in. Just hot off the presses here, Andy. Yeah. Get off of my l- cloud, I guess. Uh, it's long uh, huh. a profile name. It says, was it racist when Minnesota Gophers quarterback Tony Dungy wasn't given the chance to play his position in the NFL? Of course. Of course it was. Of back course then it, it was. Racism yeah. was rampant back then. Sure, sure. It's 2018, Andy. All right? Move there on. are numerous black quarterbacks here. If Lamar Jackson gave us no reason whatsoever to legitimately doubt him, he was as, as accurate a passer as the college game has ever seen, or way more accurate than he was, then yeah, it might be or border at least racism if he said he should play wide receiver. The fact is there are holes, noticeable holes in his game. That's not racism. Right. I, I'm with you. And you know what? So, back back with the Tony Dungy situation, there were no black coaches in the NFL at that time. I know. Oh, That's gosh. the way it was. It's, but, it's embarrassing but I wanna, how it I was. Wanna, I don't want to go But don't, don't make the mistake of taking the past and shoehorning it into the present. Because that's not what the present is right now. I'm not saying it's utopia. I'm saying it's way different than what it once was. It's a little better. It's not completely cured, but it's a lot better than it was. Right? In, in terms of there. black quarterbacks starting in the NFL, oh, huge. Now. you know the old mindset was like, are they smart enough to even right. do it? It's this complex position. Of course. Right. Of course they are. So we've come a long way from those Neanderthal days. You know, speaking of Neanderthal days, you know, let's go back now to a story that happened with the baseball coach at Texas Wesleyan University. He's come <laughs> under some heat right now. He sent out an email saying that the school doesn't recruit players from the state of Colorado because of failed drug tests. Okay, the coach is Mike Jeffcoat, who's a former major league player. And by the way, that in itself is a joke because talk about drugs and people failing tests. You're in the major leagues. That's all I did take drugs, really. So he sent an email to. A 
a prospect, okay? And the prospect gets this email says, quote, thanks for the interest in our program. This is what Jeff Coat wrote. Unfortunately, we're not recruiting players from the state of Colorado. In the past, players have had trouble passing our drug test. We have made a decision to not take a chance on student athletes from your state. You can thank your liberal politicians. Best of luck wherever you decide to play. If you're the president of this institution, Texas Wesleyan University, you're pulling the hair that remains in your head out right now. What is going on? What is happening here? I see it, but I don't believe it. Well, first off, I had I got to eat dinner with the dude who tweeted the picture of this letter that eventually got him fired. I was over in Denver this week. What? And DMAC is the afternoon drive host, and he tweeted the picture. I don't know how he got his hands on the actual email, but he tweeted it out. It went yeah. viral. Dude got fired within 24 hours. Texas Wesleyan wasn't messing around at all. It's amazing how quickly they acted. No, wait a minute. Run that by me again. The guy who tweeted it out got fired. It wasn't even his no, message. No, 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 no. The guy who tweeted it out eventually got the baseball coach fired. The oh. radio personality tweeted the email that the oh, baseball coach had written. And so it became public. And the, then the university got rid of the baseball coach for being a moron. Like, how how do you not have the foresight to understand where things are going to end up if you put something like this in writing? How can you sit here and say, well, we've had a number of dudes from that state failed drug tests. Therefore, everybody's a druggie in that state. No, thank you. Are you serious? How could you, you think like that? The, the guy is a Neanderthal. That's what he is. And I'll tell you something else. The Houston Chronicle newspaper confirmed the email, and Texas Wesleyan Vice President at the time, John Velo, said the school was, quote, definitely aware of it. So they knew about it, but they wanted to bury it under the rug. But as soon as it went viral, that's when they got scared and they fired the guy. So in other words, everything's okay until the public knows about it. Yeah, you know, well, our little community knows about it. We'll bury it under the rug. Keep him here. No big deal. Now he's it's fired. It's sad. It is, there are numerous, pitiful. numerous examples of that. Like it, pitiful. They don't take action until it becomes public knowledge. Think about the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, yeah. Mark Cuban yeah. fired a dude once it was going to come out in part of a story that the, the guy on staff committed domestic violence. And Cuban fired him before the story got brought to light. You know, do you really think that same guy would be fired right now if that report never came out? Of course, of course not. not. Right. Yeah. I agree. That it's, happens it's far pitiful. too often, but... In terms of, you got to go case by case in life with anything, okay? It makes no sense to put everybody in the same group, Where especially if you're saying, well, we've had a couple of druggies failed tests from Colorado, therefore no thanks. I'm not going down that road anymore. Do you remember when some personnel evaluators were down on Andy Dalton because yeah. he's a redhead? Do you remember yeah. that, Andy? Yes, yes. Like, he's a ginger. Like, how many oh. gingers have panned out? When the, the Bengals drafted him, it was serious? an yeah. 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 Are you kidding me? Case by case, all right? Black quarterbacks. We were just talking about Tony Dungy and Lamar Jackson now. and You've got to go case by case. Have there been quarterbacks of every color and every hair color and all of that that haven't panned out? Sure. no hair. It doesn't mean hair. that every single one with the same qualities is going to not pan out also. You know, you got to wonder where this coach, Jeff Cote, even got this this idea. To, to, who, to, who told? He can't be that stupid. Someone he is. Had a, he is. He's that dumb. Like, again, sure. the idea itself is stupid enough. Right. Then he goes the extra mile 
to put it in writing. Right. So that shows you just a complete lack of awareness altogether. He's a complete fool. I will say this. I can understand that you could tell somebody, I'm not recruiting in Colorado. I don't like the high school baseball. Use that as an excuse. Right, but to something. say you're not going to recruit because of failed drug tests and then go one step further to put it in a tweet and send it out, <laughs> then you deserve to be fired. And not even deserve to be fired. Probably not hired anybody, by anybody else down the road. How's that? That's yeah, that's. Smart. I mean, that's the interesting thing. That's must of what he was thinking was Ugh. he didn't make the connection. If he were to say, to your point, Andy, yeah, we've had a lot of swings and misses from that state, so right. I, I just don't recruit Colorado. That actually would have been fine. That would have been yeah. permissible, right. you know. And it's it's dumb. Also, it doesn't mean that everybody from Colorado is going to turn out to be a dud because the right. ones that you recruited did. But it's that you're suggesting that everybody's a druggie. Like, are you kidding? I'm surprised the Colorado <laughs> so Rockies bad. didn't come out with a reply on that. But uh, who oh, knows? Oh, man. So Brian bad. No, Andy Furman live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And Alex Moravez has some eye-opening news for you next. But first, let's go to our guy, the man himself, Big Ralph Urban for the latest. Well, thank you very much. And it is time to go dancing. McQueen comes up, drives in the lane, puts it up, missed the shot. And the racers rush the floor. They are your 2018 OBC Tournament Champions. Froggy 103.7 with the call as Murray State advances to the NCAA Tournament. They're the first team to qualify with a 68-51 win over Belmont, winning the Ohio Valley Conference. It's their first trip to the NCAA Tournament since 2012. Number 15, Michigan will take on number 8, Purdue, in the Big Ten title game that after the Wolverines upset number two Michigan State 75-64 on Saturday. The Boilermakers beat Penn State 78-70. Oklahoma State with the upset over number six Kansas 82-64, while number five Duke beat number nine North Carolina 74-64. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Boston has 15 straight wins in the NBA. They took out Boston 123-120. And gentlemen, despite the beliefs of some, the NFL Combine continues today with defensive linemen and linebackers. They're on the field in Indianapolis. I can't wait. Thank you, Ralph. Have a wonderful day. Ralph Irvin right there, the man of the hour with the golden tones. Brian, no Andy Furman. We call it Fox Sports Sunday. Alex Marvez coming right up. I want to welcome everybody to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And of course, in about 13 minutes from now, nose picks. So don't go anywhere. But now we're going to Indianapolis, the home of the Combine on the Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline, the one and only Alex Marvez with Brian Owen, Andy Furman. Hello, Big A. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen, here from slightly chilly Indianapolis. Of course, the NFL scouting combine in full swing. So is the tampering season. God bless the NFL. Can you tell us in a nutshell, basically, your surprises and maybe disappointments thus far in this combine? 
Orlando Brown is still running as we speak. I updated his progress. <laughs> I updated his progress Saturday with the guys. I updated it with, with Steve Hartman and Brady Papinga. And sadly, it has not concluded quite yet. It just, you know, and the crazy part is, you know, his dad played in the NFL. You would think there's folks looking out for him and talk to him about better combine preparation. And, and, you know, he just looked like he hadn't done very much from the bench press to the 40 yard dash. He looked unathletic. And, you know, listen, you were a great player in college, but, you know, he needs to drop weight and work on his feet. I think, you know, you're talking about a guy who didn't give up a sack at Oklahoma, and that's tremendous for him, but the problem is that in the NFL, they don't really care. They're looking at what you're going to do in the future, so I think that was a bad one. Listen, so far, so good for Shaquem Griffin, right? And everyone loves this story. The 20 bench presses yesterday, it's just such one of the most inspirational moments you'll ever see in the NFL, and you know, I have a big story coming out on him in a few minutes at SportingNews.com, and you know, Tom Telesco said one big difference between Shaquem Griffin, uh, who's had a, a birth defect that caused the loss of the, you know, his left hand, to you know, compared to maybe a Jason Pierre-Paul, is that he has spent his whole life dealing with this impairment. So it's natural for him to tackle certain ways. I mean, Telesco even said he has a specific idea in mind if the Chargers end up drafting him. So I think that Shaquem Griffin, a guy who, quite honestly, some people told him about his life, you shouldn't even play football, looks like he's going to get selected by an NFL team. Wow. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about him because, as you mentioned, no left hand, amputated at the age of four. Incredibly inspiring story. Uses a prosthetic hand in benches 225, 20 times. And a lot of people are like, you want this guy on your football team. And I understand how inspiring it is, but if you just look at the nuts and bolts of Shaquem Griffin, the the challenge with his hand, everything that he brings to the table – like the inspiring story aside, do you want this guy on your football right. team? Can he be a big asset? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I tackle in that story as well. And, you know, look, we know he can run. He has great football instincts. He was, you know, two-time all-conference linebacker. And he's got pass rush skills. The crazy thing is at the senior bowl, I mean, right, they used him at three different spots. They used him as a pass rush end. They used him at outside linebacker. They used him at safety. Plus, he says he could play Mike Linebacker. He thinks he has the range to go sideline to sideline. So I think it's an investment. Look, you're not going to take him in round one, but if you're sitting there, it's round six, round seven. You're looking for a Mm -hmm. core special teams player and a linebacker that has some upside. That's fine. But the big problem is going to be, can he shed blocks in the NFL without a hand? The other thing is that in college where some guys may go down when you hit him with your shoulder, in this case, not here, you're going to have to wrap in some form or fashion, and that's where the absence of a left hand does come into play. He's the Sheik. We call him Alex Marvez, of course. Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider with the Sporting News as well with Brian No and Andy Furman right here on Fox Sports Sunday. And a story penned by Pat Leonard of the New York Daily News headline, Lamar Jackson being asked to try out a wide receiver is the latest example of racism among NFL talent evaluators. What's going on in uh, Indianapolis right now at the Combine with Lamar Jackson? You also remember this is the same Pat Leonard who had Matt Patricia as the front runner to go to the New York Giants, right? Yeah. Are we good with all that? I just yeah. want to make sure that, you know. Just want to make sure it's it's the same uh, it's the same voice uh, screaming into the night. Uh, there is no racism when it comes to this. This is business by the NFL. The reality is, a team wants to know if Lamar Jackson would take a look at what he can provide at wide receiver. If they draft him at quarterback and it doesn't pan out for him there, and you're talking about year two, year three of his NFL career, and you say, "Hey, would you be interested in trying wide receiver?" Is this something you're going to consider? And right now, he's adamantly saying no. And there are some legitimate concerns 
learned by NFL folks that Lamar Jackson cannot be an effective NFL quarterback. There are also, you know, questions, can he be a fantastic wide receiver if he wants to make this transition? And, you know, look, if you ask Terrell Pryor, you know, coming into the NFL, you know, if you could do it all over again, would you play wide receiver? He might say yes. You know, I mean, so I just I'm just saying the, the racism part of it, I, I absolutely think is wrong. I, I just really do. I mean, NFL teams want to do one thing. They're only interested in one color that's green and that's making money. And that's why they're trying to assess how Lamar Jackson fits onto their roster. Alex, of the top quarterback prospects, all the guys that might go in the first two rounds, who's the guy you believe in the most? Who's the guy you believe in the least? Uh, you know, the, well, the Josh Allen thing to me is just so fascinating, right? Because, again, you, you, you know, you look at all the talk this weekend when you see someone who could throw the football like that, and you just say, oh, my goodness. And, but then you have to go back and look at, okay, 56, 57% completion percentage. What, what are we really talking about here? You know what I mean? When, when it comes to Josh Allen. So I think that's the biggest risk-reward type quarterback in this draft. You know, I love the way Josh Rosen throws the football. And Josh is a pretty smart guy. I mean, he gets dinged for different things. And listen, I, I think, you know, Josh is in one case going to have to grow up in this regard. He's not the smartest guy in the room every time he walks into one. You know, and, and a little bit more self-awareness, I think, would help him. Uh, you know, he's got to learn how to, to not maybe be so expressive in the media and not draw as much attention to himself with the things that he says. But I think he, you know, I, when you talk about success rate, I just I just get the feeling that the kid, just from the way he looks, I really like him. Of course, there's an injury history there. There's no guarantees with any of these guys this year. That's the thing that's so interesting, right? Like with Andrew Luck, you had that vibe. Okay, he's probably going to make it. You, you felt that way. Uh, really, would you know, you think Jameis Winston had a pretty darn good shot. Marcus Mariota, I mean, I, I don't know if we really truly get that vibe. And, and when Sam Darnold doesn't work out and you don't, you're not, you know, you can't see the eyeball test of comparing all of his passes to the other guys and his accuracy, how far he can throw the football, his throwing motion. You'll get that at his pro day, but you didn't get to see it working side to side with the other guys. It's another, it has another effect on the QB evaluation. Alex Marthez, this is an eye-opener for sure. Michael Dixon, who won the Ray Guy Award as the nation's top punter last year, he was asked to take part in a staring contest when he met with the Seattle Seahawks. What was that all about? Like well, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting proprietary information, right? And I yeah. don't know if that was just, it's crazy. Is it someone like first off, is it a team just messing with them, which they really shouldn't do because it is an interview process or some thought of what is your attention span like? Are you able to handle pressure? Those types of things. So you know, I'm not sure what it was they were exactly looking for. Michael, he is a fascinating story, by the way. The MVP of the Texas Bowl. This guy was an MVP for a bowl game as a punter. He nailed a 10 out of 11 punts inside the 20-yard line when Texas beat Missouri, and he's got this 40-pound trophy to show for it. He's also from Australia. Football came later in life to him. He advanced as far as he could in the Australian rules football ranks, turned to a pro kicking camp that's held over there in the, in Australia, and ended up being good enough to get a, to get a scholarship from Texas. But yeah, the staring contest a little weird. But at least they didn't ask him about his you know sexual persuasion. Didn't go into a religious conversation. We've, we've heard worse questions. I, I, I'm happy to deal with the staring aspect of it and some of the other direct that's been asked in these interviews. I like your term, sexual persuasion. Like, how persuasive are you sexually? You know? <laughs> That's um, in terms of Saquon Barkley, just crushes the combine. Oh. We know his credentials at Penn State. What are the chances he goes number one overall? 
Well, we'll see what Cleveland does at quarterback. I just don't, you know, if John Dorsey is sold on Saquon Barkley, then there's some maneuvering that they can do, too. If the Giants can drop to number four, and they're, they're mm-hmm. not in the Saquon Barkley business, then they're in good shape. See, they also have to be in love with the top three quarterback, because I don't know if Cleveland drops further than four. If they think that, okay, you know, we can get, if, let's just say this, if the Giants aren't sold on Barkley, and then they trade out, from two to four, and they're looking to accumulate draft picks. They want to get Quentin Nelson from Notre Dame, but they also want to start building their offensive line because it's just such a mess. Well, that's one way to do it, and then the Browns can get it. Remember, too, the Browns have three second-round picks, giving them options to be able to move up in the draft, and I'm not so sure that having a flood of young players whose contracts, a lot of them are going to all expire at the same time, is necessarily the way to go, if you see what I'm saying. So that's, I think, the big question. You know, Because, really, you look at Saquon, and, and you could say, okay, look, uh, was he a great between-the-tackles runner? This is one of the things now that I'm hearing. You know, Other than that, I mean, look, the proof's there. He disappeared at sometimes with some big games. Brady Papinga pointed that out yesterday on Fox Sports Radio, but he checks every box. I mean, he's just a fantastic kid, fantastic prospect, You know, largely injury-free, no major ACLs or anything coming into the NFL and is a bell cow guy and has a legitimate shot at going one or two. Alex Marvez, you got your shot now. St. Elmo's for dinner and tomorrow for lunch at Shapiro. So you got it made in Indianapolis, really, right? It's an unbelievable selection here. You know, got one of the great delis in America in downtown Indianapolis. Also, they're open at the uh, International Airport as well. And the St. Elmo's branching out now. There's like four restaurants or something connected with St. Elmo's. Shrimp cocktails everywhere. What an amazing city. You know, when the NFL scouting combine eventually moves to Los Angeles, and that's the big fear of everyone in a couple years, that's where it's going. We're all going to miss this great city. But for now, I'm going to enjoy every second I'm here. I tell you what, we always enjoy you. Thank you so much. Enjoy the day in Indianapolis. Alex Marvez, the man, Sporting News and Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider. Thank you. Thank you. Mazel, mazel. Thank you, gentlemen. Mazel, mazel. There we go. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You can get to us at 877-99 on Fox. You can get to us at The No Show or at Andy Furman FSR. But this guy covers the gamut in sports. He might even touch on the Oscars. Nose picks. A freaking next. Nose picks coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Pick your nose with nose picks. It's Brian No, Andy Furman what? live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And of course, of course, coming up the top of the hour, about 10 minutes from now, 9 o'clock Eastern, Michael Harmon and Dan Beyer together. It's unbelievable. What a mesh. What a mesh of sports. You could get them on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates or on the iHeartRadio app or Sirius XM 83. You'd be a damn schmuck if you moved and not listen to Michael Harmon and Dan Beyer. But right now, it's time for Nose Picks. Are you ready for it? Here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. And now the time has come for Nose Picks. Nose Picks. Ah, oh, yes, Andy Furman. It's a great nose intro. Picks. I don't know what movie the. I don't know what that's from. Nose Picks. Nose that's picks. the only annoying part. To that me. was me in the shower. I love you, man. Paul Rudd. Uh, the rest of it's fantastic, though. All right, you asked about potential Oscar picks. Yes, I, I did. wish that was in my wheelhouse, Andy. I wish All I'd just right. be making I thought, guesses. I don't know. I, I don't thought know, maybe. Man. I thought maybe. I'm sorry. I hate to let you down, but I got to be honest with myself. Okay. You know what? I am all over basketball hoops. That's right, basketball. I'm going to go with the association at first here. Okay. 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 
I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in the Hornets-Raptors game. Take the over 219. High total, wow. I think it goes over. Taking that, the other association game I got my eye on, the Pelicans at the Mavericks. Pels are minus three and a half. I say go with Anthony Davis. When Anthony Davis is hot, I don't think that the Mavericks are going to be able to keep it close enough. I'm going Pelicans. And they're dumping anyway the Mavericks. Well, they're they tanking. absolutely are. They're yeah. tanking. No doubt about yeah. that. Yeah. I'm going to get a little eclectic here. Yeah. I'm going to go hockey. What? I'm dip my big toe in hockey. I know what? it. I know. The slate of college basketball games today leaves a lot to be desired. No, wait. I got one game you got to help me out on. Oh, really? Cincinnati well, and we'll Wichita get, State. I figure that would be it. I'll get to that in a second, Andy Furman. The Vegas Golden Knights. They've been so tremendous at home that they're the the payout isn't as good. You got to risk a lot on the money line to get a, a decent payout. Big risk, so what no you gotta reward. Do, you got to play the Vegas Golden Knights on the road every now and then. You got to pick your spots because they do win road games as well. Uh-huh. I got my eye on the Vegas Golden Knights at the Devils today. Vegas minus one thirty money line with the Vegas Golden Knights today, baby. They get it done. Stay away from You asked about college I, basketball? I, yeah, please. Help me out with college basketball. All right, impromptu uh, selections here. Cincy against Wichita State. Big game. I remember you went to this game when yeah. they played a little bit ago. Yes, they, yes, And I Wichita did. State won that game. They were yeah. very impressive. Two Cincinnati plus three. They get their revenge today. Really? They On take the road. down the Shockers. Yes. And that yes. game is for they the title of the A. Two. AAC title today. AAC. Yes. American Athletic Cincy plus three. That is the pick. And one final pick, Andy. Trying to rebound from last week because my picks were terrible. I got to come clean. I missed three out of four. The only thing I got right was Iowa. Thankfully, Iowa saved me. Hopefully the picks are more on point this week. Got five for you with the impromptu. The Bearcats shocking the shockers. Got my eye on Radford against Liberty. Okay, Radford minus two. You might say no. You don't know what the heck's going on here. Do you know the nickname of Radford? I don't. I do. The The Radford Highlanders. They get it done. Minus two today. It's going down, Andy Furman. Don't ask me the conference. I just know that the Radford Highlanders cover the two against. You know what? You may need professional help if you even follow that game, Radford Liberty. Have a great day. Enjoy your Radford Liberty. I'll see you. Congrats on the wedding. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.